And that's why we gotta shove a history book up her ass. And I'm sorry. Going on a choking spree. Just gonna choke everyone. Just choke my way up to the top until. Wieners and, wieners and poop. We need backup. He's choking everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you know they wanna fight you. What's up, pumpkin? Huh? Come on. There's a lot of black people in Africa. What's up with that? Bring me your dick. <laughs> Next. Welcome to people time. Hello. <laughs> Hootie hoo! Woo! I already, I already, I already clipped it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We usually start high, and then, and then, and then we didn't, and then we did. Yeah. We usually like people time. Yeah, we are very excited about that. It, that we do it. Yeah. Cause it exists. I'm a little tired. Stoked. I'm not gonna lie, but I'll, I'll bring it up. Don't worry. I'm, I'm pretty gonna, tired. I'm gonna too. get you when you don't expect it. Yeah, you can still you can still throw in some good stuff. Yeah. Energy and jokes and stuff. Uh sleepy. Yeah. I'm usually sleepy and or drunk a lot, so <laughs> I have and I you know, my life seems to be working. It's already getting funnier. This is good. <laughs> and we're getting there. <laughs> Let's get the juice going. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Um we have to say, uh we're recording this before the election, but it's gonna come out after the election, so if Yeah, we're not gonna it's not a super on topic for well, if the that, world is some kind of weird civil war hellscape by then, come to the people time bunker. It's not our our tone. That's true. The bunker can withstand anything. Yeah, you come find us and uh, we'll protect you. Yeah, it's cool. Bring toilet paper. Yeah, you got to bring your own toilet paper. That's it's just a weird rule we it's, have. Yeah, it actually has nothing to do with like us not having enough. It's just it's good to have rules. Yeah, you want to up That's front. That's yours. This one's mine. Don't touch my rolls. Yeah. Please. Mine's, mine's, I get the nice kind. I know if you swapped it out. Yeah. Mine's the cheap one ply. <laughs> Don't swap mine out. It tastes, it's like, it's like just sandpaper. You buy sandpaper? Mm. Yeah, as a backup. It's a tough asshole <laughs> you got there. I know. It's good to keep your body trained. Yeah. Keep my asshole tough. It's ready for anything. It's just all scar tissue down there. <laughs> I'm fucking ready for prison. Mm. If that if that ends up happening, yeah, it's good to be prepared. It's rough. Yeah, it is rough. Yeah, it's rough down there. Ugh. Yeah, what a weird way to start the show. Pro program. Well, yeah, uh, program. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Uh, but what is your name? Laugh Track Jones. Laugh Track Jones. Yeah, I invented Laugh Track. Invented it? Yeah, that was me. Yeah, it was me. You're welcome. So hey, the it was first me. one you invented was it just a bunch of yous laughing? Yeah. Mm. So it was just me because I felt that sitcoms were funnier than they got credit for. Right. So I'd just be like, oh. so then I also record myself going, oh. and then also, ah. and then like a little snicker, like a, okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, I know what they did there. What really changed my life was when I realized, uh, oh. oh, yeah, I know that one. Right? Classic. So I just recorded it over and over and over again, and then I sent it in to uh, the producers at Fran Drescher's Nanny. Is that what that show was called? Which one? The Fran Drescher show. Fran Drescher? <laughs> You're not saying words right now. Fran mean. Drescher? You're not saying words. Are you having a stroke, or am I... We might, both might be. It'd be kind of weird at the exact same time. What are the chances of that? We make a great podcast, though. <laughs> For a shrimp from bra. She friends this. Sniss this. Uh, so I told the producers, Guanish Yeah, it smells like that, huh? So, yeah, it does. 
burning feathers uh, in there. So they Tuesday. So, um. Well, German. <laughs> that would be an interesting uh, show. I don't think very many people would want to listen to it. I'd want to. I don't know if interesting is the right word. I actually don't know who wants to listen to the show at all. Well, but it's we interesting have a, we because have a good following now. Good there, dabblers. There's a there was a lady who was doing some testing when it came to uh, she was a, some kind of neurologist and she did a TED talks and she's very very. Scientifical and like all of her research, of course. I mean, you kind of have to be when you're studying that shit. Sure. But she was so much so that when she she, had, she ended up having a stroke herself, and she was trying to document it Ooh. scientifically like in real time? while she was going through the experience, and she couldn't remember to dial nine one one. Like she knew she had to go to the phone, and then she couldn't remember who she could call or Ugh. where she could even find that information. She felt like her body was getting very disconnected from. Like her mind was getting very disconnected from her body because so she was like, fucking I, scary. Where do I end and stuff start? And then she kind of come back to and be like, oh, I got to call for help. And then she start to move and then it start to kind of slip out again as her stroke going. I mean, that is a uh, fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. As as horrifying as it is. Yeah. Because I think you know we all have that throughout the day, not a stroke, but you just kind of forget what you were doing. Yeah. And I'm realizing it more as I get older, and I'm like, wow. This is my brain disintegrating. <laughs> like, yeah. who I think I am only exists because this works. This pile of meat yeah. works. And sometimes it doesn't work. And then I'm just like a guy who's like, why am I in this room? The flaws <laughs> that we have of just, yeah, finding yourself in a room and being like, what was I? I was doing something, right? I think I was coming in here for something. Fuck, I hope it wasn't important. I'm, I'm going to leave. Hope it wasn't my insulin. Whatever. Yeah, I don't care. I'm going to go back to that spacing reminds out. reminds me. Insulin. Oh, you find I put, yourself in another room going. my insulin? Huh. Here. What it, do I need insulin? Who am I? Real quick. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a forgetful person. Uh, it's pretty bad, and uh, I don't know how you combat that. But it's a problem with other fish people. oil pills. Omega threes. I don't think that works. Yeah, it's better than omega twos. I mean, I don't take it, one. so maybe I need to. Uh, the problem is, how do you remember to take it? I take it. I'm still dumb as hell. Oh, okay, good. So I shouldn't even worry about it. No. I'll probably forget this whole thing anyway, so it won't matter. That's the other thing. I figure out our podcast episodes immediately. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that is. Some of them I don't. Uh, most of them I don't. There's a couple of times where I was like, yeah, we did an episode on this. Yeah. Here oh, were, yeah. There, there was somebody. There's whole episodes I I feel I like I was there. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, even shit I did the research on, I'm just like, it's gone. I don't know. <laughs> so go well, back and re-listen to episodes so you can keep that shit in your brain. Yeah, I'm actually, pre- like, mostly all the dabblers, listeners, it's just me, re-listening to them. <laughs> what was I saying again on this? Uh, who was this about? Who is this? Huh. I don't like, I don't like the the rapport between these two gentlemen. <laughs> the information's okay, but these two jackasses. God damn it, they talk so much. Um, what's your name? Oh, I'm Ben Shapiro's sad little wiener. Mm. It's so, it's such a visual too because you know, it, you know, it's small and it's sad and lonely. Just a deflated old balloon. You know, your brother said something to me this weekend that's um, kind of stuck with this theme right here, and that is that uh, he said there's two types of virgins. <laughs> I said, no, there's not. I think it's just the one. And he said, no, hear me out. I was like, all right. And he said, one, they're a virgin. I was like, okay. So what I would think. Okay. Is, yeah. yeah. He goes, and the other one is someone who is not a virgin, but they're really a virgin. He's like, they've had sex. They might even have kids, but you look at them, you're like, 
nah, he's still a virgin. And that Ben Shapiro popped in my head immediately. I was like, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I think I understand what you mean. Well, like, you you could be confident he's never had good sex. Or whoever he's had sex with hasn't had good sex, at least. The, yes. Yeah. I mean, it's good to him. Maybe, yeah. I don't know however much he can get that stupid little pecker hard. I doubt it. <laughs> Anger does not translate well yeah. to a hard dick, so I think he's probably pretty deflated a lot. You know, sometimes I try to stay away from political stuff, and other times I don't give a fuck. And I think today's one of those days where... Just, I listen to Ben Shapiro's fucking horse shit, and it's just, it's just, just starting to come out. Just don't. Blech. That guy sucks. Yeah. I fucking hate his his whiny little voice. Yeah. I want to punch that guy so bad. Yeah. There's a lot of people I want to punch. Yeah. Yeah. It's too bad. It should be a service. It should be. Like, I think celebrities that know that they're hated should be like, all right. Ten bucks. Yeah. Like. I'll make I'll make a grand. You could punch me once. I'm like I'd take that offer. I would punch open Ben Shapiro in the face for. Whatever. I'd open a GoFundMe. <laughs> yeah. Ben Shapiro. Uh, let's see. Dane Cook. Dane Cook. Man. I like him fine. He's okay. I want to hit his face. <laughs> okay, fine. If you're saying okay, I can get that then. I don't hate him. Some of his jokes are fine. They're good. I also want to punch him. He's okay, I can get behind that. Punchable fucking face. <laughs> uh, I've got a fun fact for you. Sweet. I mean, it's not really like, I don't think, I, th- I think it's pretty common knowledge-ish. I think most people know this, but yeah, George Foreman has five sons, mm. and they are all named George Foreman. <laughs> he named all of his kids the same <laughs> after himself. So not just we, once over. It's pretty triggering for us. Yeah. because fucking hate that. People time are like, don't, don't, don't name your kid after yourself you're not that cool and get let your kid be their own person but i do like to think that it was like this you know like it came back around like the first time he named you know he named his first son george storm and everyone's like okay of course people do that whatever. yeah and i'm sure when it happened the second time people were like what that's interesting that's weird Why i would imagine you? the second time the sports shows were would be like oh well he just got hit in the head too many times <laughs> and the third time people were like all right that's not funny anymore You'd have three sons, and you named them all George Foreman. That's not... And then you kind of child abuse. Fourth and a fifth time. And at that point, you just... <laughs> no! No! George! And then he had a daughter named Georgina. What the fuck? <laughs> I just kept... He just didn't stop. Uh... He said he wanted to name them all that because they would all have something in common. You know, besides being related by blood and yeah. family. And you want them to never forget who they are. Yeah. We're all George, really, if you think about it. All of us. It's much less impactful, though. I'm I'm one of five, and my dad didn't even give a shit to come up with a name. We're just the... I, I, he calls me four. <laughs> yeah. But he gets me mixed up with two because we look similar. Oh, yeah. I, I that happens with... I don't matter. I mean, thank f- thankfully, we're still cashing those Foreman Grill checks. <laughs> I was going to say, if you're, if you're like, did something amazing as one of his sons... Yeah, who gets credit for? Everyone does, right? No one's gonna remember and be like, "Oh yeah, that was the George the Fourth. One of them. They're just gonna be like, "George Foreman did all these things," and it's just one big person. That's all we're gonna say. How do you think Georgina feels? Like, can I just have a regular fucking name? Yeah. <laughs> what the <laughs> hell? What the fuck? <laughs> God damn it, Dad. Yeah. Well, where's my mom in all of this decision making? Like, like, what the hell? I don't think you can tell George Foreman no. <laughs> I don't think anybody can. No, he's a fucking big guy. Yeah, we talked about that in the Muhammad Ali episode. That that's right. His whole personality is is happy, big, 
nice, fat, fun George with a nice smile, but in person, he's a mean. Maybe not in person, I don't know, but in the ring. In the ring, yeah. Very, very mean man. He was known as, I don't whatever they called him in the 70s, and he was just mean. Just a heavy, heavyweight puncher. Super, super. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. one of the hardest hitting. Mike Tyson types. You're yeah, like, exactly. Like, no, I'm not going to tell that guy no. Mm-mm. No. Like, this grill is a really dumb idea. <laughs> we're going to do it. <laughs> I think that's the only reason why people bought it. It wasn't even so much people were we like, were... this is a nice. He was out there selling them. We were afraid. Yeah, he's like, buy my grill. And you're like, uh-huh. Yeah. Ten, I'll take ten, sure. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir, Mr. Foreman. I think it's cool that you named your children. Have you ever used the Foreman grill? I think I know everybody. Yeah. Like, everybody I've ever I had. I have one. Yeah. Are they... I think anything. I've never had one. It's just a grill. I mean, it's a two-sided grill, like a uh, like a waffle maker yeah. kind of thing. But there's a grease trap. That's that the like whole thing. Patent. Just the special. whole special. It doesn't. Right. It shoots grease in every direction. It's, <laughs> it's a very. <laughs> you need special uh, setup to use the thing. All right. And be prepared to get burned. <laughs> I don't know. Did you ever burn your foot on one in the morning cooking <laughs> cooking breakfast? Look, I I like bacon in the morning. I like to wake up to the smell of fresh bacon. So sue me. So sue me. <laughs> or yeah. don't. Yeah. yeah. I got all the foot off. It's so gross. Uh. No, the gas station in Carbondale did not have fresh yams. <laughs> huh. huh. Well, so... <laughs> laugh track. Uh, laugh track Jones. Jones. Uh, the office. Who are we learning I about? I lost a lot of money on. What? The office doesn't have a laugh track. Oh, yeah. Oh, they think they're too good for my product. Fuckers. I mean... Fuck you, Michael Scott. They generate their own laughs pretty well. We quote it constantly on the show. I know, probably too much, but that's what it is. Yeah. We're millennials. (laughs) We're millennials. Uh, That's terrible. We are learning about Nelson Mandela. Oh, fuck. Big, uh, globally revered, you know, uh... MLK, uh, Gandhi level kind of Yeah, I was going to say. So, I mean, he, he kind of died more recently. He only died a couple of years ago. Yeah. Not in the 80s, as we all were led to believe. Right, the Mandela effect. Yeah. Which is, I hope you have some Mandela effects in our notes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, if the, only the facts. Yeah. I'm a fact provider. The Baron Stain Bears. It's not even a real fucking name. <laughs> Baron Stain? <laughs> there is something off. Yeah. I don't know. Berenstain. You almost have to think about it when you go to say it because it's so fucking weird. Berenstain. Yeah, and it's not anything. Yeah. Steen is a, is a name. Yeah. I don't... I can't even think about it. I can't. It makes it's me my brain, upset. I think it's how it's designed is it fucks with you the more you think about it. Yeah. And you're like, wait, which one was the right one again in the first place? Fuck. Yeah. Well, and that also really does make me think, like, did they change their name? Because they didn't want to be a Steen? That's anti-Semitic. <laughs> but then why would you go stain? Just change your last name to Johnson <laughs> if you're so pissed off. What the fuck is that about? Well, uh, Nelson is one of those guys that, you know, we don't uh, we do not do um, uh, polite here. We don't do polite? We're just not very polite people. Why? I don't know why. Our parents didn't raise us correctly. Oh, yeah. I just mean when it's a venerated figure. Yeah. <laughs> I remember not being raised... I definitely was not. No. (laughs) I definitely was not. Yeah. I mean, I say excuse me and shit, but... (laughs) And shit. And shit, but I'm just not very respectful. Yeah. I think that's the uh, the 90s grunge coming out. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. (laughs) 
I did listen to Soundgarden all week. Oh, nice. And I'm wearing my uh, It's Cold Outside flannel. Flannel, yeah. It's nice flannel, too. <laughs> Blue. Fuck everybody, man. I'm too irreverent for this. Ugh. Mandela. It's dick sucking. Hmm. Straight from Laugh Track Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, when was he born? Uh, 1918. Oh, Ju- shit. July 18th. 1918 so he's pretty he was an old guy when he went super 95 yeah yeah which a lot of that super healthy kind of guy oh kept, really kept fit never drank never smoked so that's helpful huh if you want to live into your 90s i personally don't you don't want to make it there nope so i have taken a lot of precautions in my life to make sure i don't make it too far it, sometimes you have to really like figure out like how many years i need to take off all right and you get to a pack a day, maybe two packs a day. And then when I'm not smoking, have a snus in my mouth. And drinking. And, and drink, yeah. And cheese, that... just as much cheese. Oh, I'm not going to say no to cheese. And even though my body's already telling me at this age, nope. Doesn't digest correctly. Don't care. Don't don't give a fuck. Plenty of cheese. We are going to make it to a PCP, healthy. PCP, maybe. 45 years old. And PCP might make it in a couple of years. I'm looking now. For, I'm really looking forward to it. I can't wait to be dead. <laughs> uh, no worries. Really comforting yeah, it's... thought to me. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to worry about anything. You don't exist anymore. <laughs> I wonder if, yeah. So, I, don't uh, I don't understand people to fear death. You know? It's going to be great. I'm going to enjoy it. It's going to be fucking great. Well, to give you some context here, because, uh, you know, uh, other African people we've done before, the primary struggle is just try- trying to get your rights taken back from white people yeah and nelson is in south africa and it's pretty much the same Same thing same thing um the dutch east indian trading company used the bottom uh cape of south africa as their stop off location they'd leave from holland go down around to the bottom of africa to like refuel and shit and then go over to india yeah so they kind of just started uh living there People would stay there and just be a part of the ships that come and go. And uh, they ended up becoming many, several generations because they started in 1652. They kept doing this. And so there's a population of Dutch people in South Africa who are white, but they've been there for a long time. That's weird to think about. A couple hundred years in some cases. And they're Dutch and they speak a different language that's a mixture of Dutch and local languages called Afrikaner. And they actually call themselves the Afrikaners, and that's what they're referred to as. What an odd, I did not know. Right? Well, it's weird because <clears throat> living in the U.S., we, you know, we know that why there's black people in the U.S. Well, yeah. Slavery. We've, uh, heard, we've heard the story, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. But it's weird to think about that also, besides having to go take people from, you know, their home and rip them away from that and be like you're now a part of this thing and you're gonna do all our work and for free and and you're like cattle now you're not people we're gonna beat you but on top of doing that we were also like let's also go to their area yeah and just take over their area well as it's well. ours it's ours and, thank yeah. you so i think like the british did that and yeah that's the other thing is other... the brits uh eventually took over large sections of south africa and colonized it yeah so the fight for um, let South Africans make their own choices was always a big fucking deal. Because you got the Afrikaners who are like, well, I do live here. I've been here for a couple hundred years. And look, I am going to take your rights away, but that's just because of the color of your skin. What do you want me to do? It's, uh, I've been here for a little while. How long have you been here? Ooh. Oh, 
Oh, well, oh, like, still. You mean literally like forever? Oh, like for, oh forever. Huh. Forever. You know, shut up. Yeah, <laughs> shut up. Shut up and do my laundry or I'll kill your family. Uh, how about that? Uh, I don't care about how long who's been here for. Who even brought that up in the first place? It's a really dumb argument, actually. I think it's <laughs> stupid you even brought it up. Idiot. Idiots. And that is one of the issues is that um, back then... Uh, South Africa was still pretty much tribal. So you had the Zulus and the Ambutus and the Zosa, and sometimes they fought each other, and sometimes they were fighting the colonizers. So the area was just always too destabilized for the Africans to be like, stop taking my shit. Yeah. Especially since there is a fuckload of gold and diamonds um, in South Africa. And so, of course... You gotta go in there and take it all from them. That's what the Brits were mostly First of all, there for. Make them go get it for us. Oh yeah, I'm not going bring to bring it to me. That cave is dark, <laughs> and then we'll sell it. It's dark and, and it's hard. I don't want to be like have a pickaxe and chopping away the rocks. Yeah, rock hurt my skin. My pearly white cum-colored skin gets yeah. hurt. Ow! Send the other the brown ones down there. Yeah, and then burn their village down or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. So, yeah, this is where Nelson uh, woke up, and he, in, in 1918, he came online. Boop! It's like I gotta fix some shit. Yeah, the Matrix was like, "That's a person now." <laughs> yeah, there he was, and he was named. Um, 1918. 1918. So right after World War One. Yeah. At the ending of World War One. Um, and around the time, like we talked about in the Winston Churchill episode, the Boer Wars I was about to say. were ending. And the Boer War is the Afrikaners versus the English. Because really? the, the English were like, give me the gold. And the Afrikaners are like, but we already like want it. We just didn't know it was there. And then like we also live here. And then the black people were like, do I get a say? And they were all like, no, shut up. Shut up. So Fight for us. Yeah. That's your say. I think that's what the Afrikaners and the uh, uh, Brits had yeah. black armies that they of people they either stole or hired or... Yeah, kind of sucks to not have any rights. I've heard, so I've heard, so I've heard. I mean, I've never experienced it because yeah, no. as a but it sounds awful. It's uh, it sounds unpreferable. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that's. I would re up again if I could for the same every time. Yeah, as a white man. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna keep doing this. For the privileges. That I I'm can literally say anybody. anything to anybody, and I normally do. <laughs> Nobody does anything about it. What are they it. gonna do? Arrest me? <laughs> Good luck. I look just like this fat governor. So, <laughs> Nelson's actual name is, and I'm going to say <gasps> it wrong. And Nelson's not his actual name? No. People time, kind of a thing that comes up sometimes. Whoa! We got themes, man. Yeah. This is all intentional. That was the official name, too. I know it sounded like I was just making it up no, we, poorly on the spot, but that's how that's what we call no, it. No, that's the chime that we play every time this happens. Yeah. We, we do that every time. Every time. Uh, it's Rola Halala. <clears throat> Rola Halala? I think maybe, yeah, if you said it nice and fast. Rola Halala. Oh, okay. Uh, there's a lot of L's and H's. I'm sorry, it's a tribal language. It's, uh, sure. He's a Zosa, is his tribe. But it means troublemaker. <laughs> that's... Which... Apropos, yeah, way to go, fun. way to go, Dad. You got the right name. At least he didn't name him little shit after himself or <laughs> dog shit person. I get the fuck annoying kid. <laughs> All right, troublemakers kind of yeah. Troublemakers fun. What that? What Nelson is is uh, just like all occupying forces. The British, like me, had trouble pronouncing it. 
Sure. So they gave the tribal kids English names to Nelson. call them. Like they walk in and the kids like, my name's Rola Holala. And they're like, yeah, I'm not saying that. Uh, You're Nelson. Scott. Yeah. Your name's John now. Okay. Like Mark. You know? Or just some lame ass name. Yeah. Not something that means troublemaker because Nelson, well, that doesn't mean anything, I don't think. Uh-uh. And Nelson hilariously said he doesn't know where the name comes from and thinks the teacher literally just said it right then and there. Like, just, Nelson. They're now Nelson. And so from there on out, he's known as Nelson. Huh. He's also occasionally known as Madiba. Madiba is his tribal name. That sounds way cooler. You get a personal name and you get a tribal name in his tribe, and his tribal name is Madiba. Uh, and that's what people used to call him a lot when it was like talking about his uh, his tribal influences and... All his radicalized shit they called him Madiba. Papa Madiba. Madiba. That sounds cool. I like it. Papa Madiba. Um, his dad is uh, Hendry, and his mom, uh, Nosakini, is actually just one of four of Hendry's wives. Oh, so, I did. so they... It's pretty fun. Polygamy? Polygamists. Right. Traditional tribal ways. Uh, you know, mud and grass huts in South Africa. It was pretty... Um, Early 1900s. Yeah. Lots of open fields and wild animals and stuff. Nice. Traditional tribal living. You know, growing your own fucking food and things like that. Kind of cool. Um, Nelson is technically a lower royal of the Tembe tribe. Oh, for real? Yeah. And they take that shit seriously, so he's actually treated with some kind of loyal royalty. How big is the tribe, do we know? Like, is this something that's like... A few thousand people. Thousands, yeah. Yeah. They, I mean... They retained all that tribal shit, and even up to now, I believe some people still do. But yeah, they had like a king and a council. His dad was on the council, and his dad was like a governor of the tribe type of thing. That's badass. So Nelson was raised in a somewhat royal type of way, but not like palaces. He's still a mud hut, but people treated him like, you're special. Yeah. Way to go, buddy. Madiba. Madiba. Way to go. But uh, let's see. Uh, they tended cattle, mostly. Kind of uh, didn't do a whole lot of... Um, Is that his parents? They're like... Yeah, they're cattle people. Yeah. And that was Nelson's big thing, is, is is working with cattle. He was also, like, I guess a pretty serious kid. Uh, he didn't... He, did, he wasn't much for horseplay. <laughs> okay. But he was named Troublemaker. Uh, he does make a lot of trouble later. Okay. You could say. All right. You could say that. Um, but what he was more, he was more than athlete. He's into boxing and running. He's actually a good boxer. He ends up being like over six foot. He's he's tall. Yeah, he's a pretty tall guy. I mean, I'm sure because I've seen him when he's older. You that's, know. that's the funny thing is, yeah, he goes to prison and um, there's no pictures of him in prison because they weren't allowed. Oh. So the young buff boxer before he was in prison to the old man when he leaves prison. Right. Yeah, we're all used to a frail old man, but that time in prison, he was meaty. Yeah. Well, except they didn't feed him and they beat him a lot, but... Jesus. You know, he caused too much trouble. A troublemaker. They had to put him in prison. Um, well, his dad I... died kind of early in 1927. And, so uh, he was only like 10 years old-ish. Yeah, 9, nine 10. And it was one of his dad's dying wishes that Nelson be educated in the best way possible. Because he was like, you know, uh, with all this shit coming up with the British and the Afrikaners, I want my son to be educated i don't want him to just be a tribal guy i want him to 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 get some learn do some learning yeah so the education is probably the best thing i think to uh yeah, yeah. you I get think. you you must learn yeah 
Yeah. Go out smart, motherfuckers. Go just be smarter than them. I don't know. Read a fucking book. Try it. Ask KRS-One. You must learn. Yeah. It's good to know. People time. Yeah. Actually, just listen to us. We'll educate you. Yeah. We know everything about Ben Shapiro's Tiny Pecker. Uh, Way more than I'd like, which is pretty much all of it. But I mean, it is you. You're like a little shriveled talking penis. Hey, guys. Yeah, I'm sure I haven't seen any action one time. Could you help us out? What does a a vagina feel like? (laughs) I've always wondered. Yeah. I mean, I paid women to see it, but I can't fit in. I'm too small. I'm like a little... This sucks. I'm literally like a baby's pinky. Just slap me around some more. I would imagine, I would think that he'd be into weird violent sex stuff. Like being demoralized. See, and I, I see him more as like, like what you'd picture like a over-the-top Mormon who's like, we're only going to do missionary style, <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm just going to flop it out of my pants. I'm not going to take my pants all the way down. I don't have time for that. Still on my ass on one side, but just kind of... <laughs> it's just gross. And then think of God. And I'm going to start humping you now. I really do feel bad for old Christians and people like that. <laughs> Sex is a lot better. Yeah. If you're not too fucking it's worried about it. It's taboo-ish. And you're not constantly thinking, like, this is what God wants me to do to make a I don't, baby. I don't think I ever thought of God when I was having sex. Not once, even when I was more on the religious side. I did. Did you think of God when you were having sex? Yeah, but like the first person I had sex with, like, a girlfriend when I was a teenager, we were still... Yeah, religious. So you're like God. So we were like, with us. oh, we have to talk to the bishop about this later. Oh yeah, but I never did because he needs to mind his own fucking business. But yeah, he, creep. He asked her a lot of creepy ass questions that made me be like, you guys are fucking creepy. Yeah, no. First time I ever had sex was like, this is awesome. Like I don't think about God at all, or like <laughs> that consequences, or <laughs> I did think I was going to hell. hell. I didn't think that. Matter of fact, I think that's when I denounced my religion. I was like, yeah, sex is way better than whatever <laughs> God's got for him. It's actually the best reason to leave. Yeah. Like, nah. That felt good. I'm just going to pursue the pussy more. Yeah. It's like way better than all these dumb books. <laughs> Holy Ghost can kiss my ass. Yeah. Um, well, he was raised by uh, another <gasps> local Tembu chief from then on out, uh, a guy named, and I'm sorry, Jonging Tamba, Jogantaba. Okay. Who uh, sent him and his son, Justice. He named his son Justice, which is... It's the cool thing. Sound like kid. a superhero. Yeah. Captain Justice here. Yeah. Who is Justice Beaver? <laughs> He's a crime-fighting beaver. He's a crime-fighting beaver. <laughs> so uh, young Nelson and Justice are best friends, and they go to school together. Um, oh, also, I have in my notes, when you're a royal in the Tembu tribe, you're like coming-of-age thing that every culture has. For them, it's 16 and they circumcise you. Oh, no. So him and Justice got their, their dicks cut together, and it was quite a touching moment. <laughs> you know, I can't really say... What's a touching moment? Oh, boy. I can't really say um, if there's any benefits to getting circumcised or not. I am. Uh, I don't know if there's any benefit to having it, but, I mean, obviously, I don't remember happening because I was... What, what, you're, like, a few weeks old or exactly, whatever? Exactly, yeah. The ideal time for that. But having it when you're... 16 conscious more that memory you can have that memory of being like yeah, I remember that I remember watching him do it and I remember being like this is gonna suck and I remember it sucking yeah not literally I mean so I mean, much blood and like by 16 you're definitely already jerking off so you know oh. the difference in uh, in whatever erogenous abilities and they yeah. cut the best part off as I understand it you know if you're gonna get circumcised or not that's fine but if, if you are do it 
Do it when they're fucking yeah, a when couple weeks old. They won't remember. Yeah. Also, I don't... I, obviously, I don't know every male in my life, whether or not they're circumcised. Maybe I should send out a poll. I've always assumed that everybody but, is around me, but I've... Yeah, generally not everybody not, is. In our time. But uh, I don't know anybody who's had like a dick infection from not being circumcised, so what's yeah. the fucking point? I don't know. Just clean the thing. I've had someone tell me that it was basically like, like mutilation and it's not right to do. And I was like... Except for I don't think it's affected yeah. me. I don't remember it. <laughs> That's the other thing is, yeah, my my dick still it works fine. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know what I'm missing. But <laughs> anyways, I, so I don't he know. did that at 16, and uh, did he ever say what what he felt about that? Was he like oh, awful experience? He said it felt like molten lead in his veins. Huh. Because that yeah, it's just so many nerve endings on your dick. And they it's so the tradition is they stand by like a river and a official guy. Cuts <laughs> cuts it guy. off, and then I'm the penis cutter. <laughs> penis cutter here. That's my title. I've got here's my paperwork. Thank sir. you. Mm-hmm. It's very official. Now hand me your penis. I love holding a young man's penis in my hands. Mm, this and is cutting good. it. <laughs> so yours is bigger than mine, huh? Oh, how do you like that? Next. Is this what circumcision is? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I cut half your dick off. <laughs> yeah. Move along. Don't ask questions. I am the guy. You don't know anything. Can you imagine like being in line and there's like five guys in front of you who are just laying on the ground like, ah! <laughs> ah! Uh-uh. I and the guy go. with a bloody hand and a knife like, bring me your dick. <laughs> Next. <laughs> no. I'm, I was supposed to be here tomorrow. Sorry, I got to go. Oh my God. I, I'm not 16 yet. That's <laughs> so funny. I forgot. I'm going to leave. Then someone just grabs you. They're like, ah, we've seen. The- you think you're the first person to try to run away? Come on. Every 16-year-old boy tries to run away. Yeah. Duh. That's why we hire security for these events. <laughs> Get him. But he said that the tradition is you run into the river after. And I'm like... Well, I don't want to run. Well, you're going to get some weird river infection in also. your cut open dick. <laughs> yeah, that too. I don't know. Coming of age uh, things are weird. I'm so glad that like for 16, all that happened to me was um, I drove a car. Yeah. I think the American way is, for that specifically, probably mm. best. Yeah. It's probably probably best. Or like... Uh, the Jewish people do just a party for 13-year-olds. I think that's oh, a thing yeah. in Mexico, too. That's great. Nice. Just have a party. Why We don't have to cut people. <laughs> we, don't need a... we don't have to. <laughs> we don't need to be cutting genitals. <laughs> we... <laughs> never. We just never need to do that. Yeah. What sucks is with this context here in Africa, I think female genital... Uh, yeah, mutilation is, is actually... still a thing. Yeah. I still do that in a lot of... You know, so. I don't get why either. I, I don't get it at all. At all. I don't know why you'd want to do to somebody else. I don't know why you would. I mean, I think just as an oppressor, it's to demoralize them. But of all the things to do, it seems just like the oddest. Yeah. Huh. And it's super fucked up because, like, I don't know. I think they just cut their clit off, and it's already like a little piece of meat. Like, it's just too much for me to think about. Yeah. It's awful. This is a fun podcast. Yeah, I'm glad you chose the genital cutting. If you cut genitals, fuck you! Yeah, just fuck off. Leave the clits alone leave and your little penises. Yeah, leave everybody alone. Don't cut anything. <laughs> cut your own penis if you want to want so bad. Just fuck you. Hey, if that's what you're into, cut your own dick. Yeah, Put and care. If, honestly, you have uh, OnlyFans for that. You'll find someone who's into it. Just don't do it. To, just don't anymore. <laughs> so uh, Nelson went to Clarkberry Methodist School. Methodist? Yeah, run by the, the, the Brits. Well, weird. So wait, is he Methodist? Technically. He's not religious, particularly. Oh, okay. He's one of those guys who 
you know, religion is thrown at you in the world, and you're just sort of impervious to it. You're like, yeah, I get that. Yeah, I get it. But I don't. It's like every single person in the world, yeah. Well, a lot of people are like, yes, Jesus, it, oh. it's, this is real. But Nelson was like, I don't know, maybe. I don't really care. It doesn't. He's yeah. agnostic. Right. It's like, whatever. My dick hurts. <laughs> I don't care about any of this. <laughs> it used to be bigger. <laughs> um, he, uh, let's see, in school, he was a good kid. Uh, he got super into sports and gardening. Um, he really only wanted to get educated to uh, benefit his tribe is the only thing that he really Hell wanted. Hell yeah. He was like, man, I'm a royal kind of. Um, I need to, I need to do this, and he wanted to get away from like Eurocentric education. Um, when he got to college age, because he was sort of noticing the trends of like they don't give a fuck about us. It's all a white person history I've noticed. Yeah, and it's like them winning over and over, and they don't talk about this other cool shit. It's just pictures of them putting flags on hills and like, oh fuck yeah, dude, oh fuck yeah, uh. And I'm like, well, yeah, but we have like a whole other. History here, but you guys don't. Kind of like how the natives are over here. Like the education on natives is like zero, even though there's a ton of information out there. How fucking infuriating would that be? Yeah, yeah. I. It's just a continuing uh, awful scenario for them. Yeah. Yeah. Like we gave them, we give them shit land. We're like, all right, fuck off. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it all started when, like, when they're first having schools being brought up, like, well, we're going to teach you about our history. Forced relocation, usually, too, to the kids. Yeah. 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 Always great. That's uh, actually a big thing in Canada right now that they're trying to rectify. The Canadians had, like, a really aggressive re-education system to the natives up there. Mm. Like, they would steal the children and put them in Christian schools and, like, change their name. And kids would run away to try and go home. And would often like this is real. I did not. I've never heard anything about this. I heard it because uh, this is super annoying. But one of my favorite Canadian bands, Tragically Hip, their singer Gordon Downey just died of brain cancer last year. But right before he died, he knew he had brain cancer, and so the last project he had was all about that. It was specifically about a kid who ran away from the Christian school to try and get home, and he ran like a hundred miles to get home. Oh, shit. So I feel bad. I don't remember his name, but he's like a hero for that movement now. Yeah. What a garbage world. <laughs> so what does Nelson do if he doesn't want to go to college that's super whitey? He goes to, uh, let's. it is called South African Native College in Fort Hare. It's mm-hmm. all blacks college, actually. Okay. And it's all about black intellectualism and black greatness. Where they're like, our future is Africa. Let's get the fuck out of the, uh, Brit- the British thing. They drink too much tea. Yeah. Badass. I mean, tea is nice, but... Just drink coffee. Can we have both? Sometimes I feel like one or the other. I just don't. I'm not a tea guy. I had I used to drink tea. But I also used to be a hippie, so... You used to be a hippie? Oh, for real. You hate hippies. I know. I, oh, to, I didn't wear shoes. I had dreadlocks. I had a what? garden. It, the plot thickens. We learn a little bit more. I guess this has never been brought up before. Uh-uh. But it's because I really, really was super into hippie chicks and weed and, like mind-altering like oh what's the universe consciousness man yeah and i was in a, I was in a hippie band and then i realized they were all full of shit losers so i left i cut my hair and i bought some shoes <laughs> I'm, I'm better for it fucking losers you've hated them since i fucking hate them i do hate them hippies are the biggest hypocrites i've ever met hmm. anyway <laughs> nelson mandela um he didn't see himself particularly as a political person he was just the kind of guy 
who he sees uh, what he thinks is an injustice, and he's just like, I'm going to fix that. Like, he's not political in that he didn't join a political group in college he or or follow who was in charge of the country he was just like i just saw things that weren't right and i just was like let's start, let's do better <laughs> let's fix that this is his uh his troublemaking this is his troublemaking is him fixing things because it's just, in the way of other people just the way he sees it so it was it, at first it was silly shit so like the the kids at the school hated the food yeah. they all hated the food and yeah. they just complained about it he's like Let's just do something about it. Why are we just in there whining? Like, here, I'll be right back. Hey, can we not do I don't want this food? Well, he just organized the boycott of the food and was like, we're not eating this. We're not eating this. It's garbage. So is he inspired at all by Gandhi's kind of stuff? I mean, Gandhi's yeah. dying in like the 1930s. Well, so. I don't think I brought this up yet, but there's a significant population of Indian people in South Africa. Right. But yeah, that was um, kind of how he saw things. Uh, he actually was elected to student council on that platform of better food. And um, it's hilarious. The principal actually said, no, we're going to keep serving you this um, shit. And he expelled him. <laughs> just and, just Nelson? Just Nelson. And Nelson quit, never went back to school. Quit stirring shit up, man. Like his first toe, tip, dipping his toes into activism and uh, he got expelled. Yeah. So it's kind of a, that's sort of a repeating thing here yeah. <laughs> for Nelson. No, I'm good. Yeah. I like people that fucking. He's a troublemaker. Yeah. Um, let's see. So, yeah, he never returns to formal education. He does self-educate in a lot of ways later on, but, yeah, he just never goes back to school. He's like, fuck you. Fuck the system, man. Fuck this. Yeah. 90s grunge. Punk rock and grunge, man. Uh, uh, this is actually dude rock radio. I have become cumbersome. <coughs> To this podcast. <laughs> what a fun song. Well, in April of 1941, his adopted father, the guy who he went to live with after his dad died, uh, was also dying. But via traditional tribal rules, he was setting up a, um, they do, what's that called? Arranged marriages. <coughs> oh, so his wife is somebody that was arranged? Well, no. So this guy, um, so Nelson and his friend Justice... We're both told they just left college and they come home and his dying adopted father's like, I'm having you two get married to so each other, to each other to prove <laughs> uh, black empowerment through homosexuality. Yeah, that didn't happen. I'm pretty sure they probably actually don't really do they believe in homosexuality over in Africa. They're super conservative sexually. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, actually comes up later a little bit, but they fucked the war on AIDS, if you will, because you can't talk about sex in public. They kind of fucked that up. Really? Yeah. Even Nelson fucked that up. Really? Yeah. Should have taken an aid seriously. I mean, just go talk to Magic Johnson. You know, you get to talk to Magic Johnson, which is cool. Yeah. And then he'll show you how to implement some programs, man. Yeah. Fucking. No big deal. Conservatives. You can all kiss my ass. That's all I decided. It's too much to say. <laughs> where to start? Where to begin? Where to where? And do we need to? <laughs> do we? Does it even need to be said anymore? <laughs> just just look at Twitter for five <laughs> seconds. So Nelson and Justice, um, I don't know. Maybe that's just the 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 turn of the twentieth century where they're like, I don't want to do a tribal thing. I don't want to be given a wife. Maybe what if she's gross? I, I don't. So they left. Yeah. Um, and Nelson quit 
the whole because he went to school to help his tribe and then he went back and he's like to help your tribe you must get married and he's like nah and he just bounced <laughs> so him and justice went yeah, to uh johannesburg which is the biggest city in south africa huge population but they lived in this really ghetto ass what time frame is it now how old is he i guess it's 1941 so he's in his 20s oh, okay okay yeah um early 20s and 1941. It's fucking. We're coming into World War II. Is going on right now. Yeah, actually, um, huh. it's sort of weird the context I got from that because the Brits don't really involve South Africa. Like, they take their soldiers, and, like yeah. come sign up and fight for us. But luckily, Hitler never made it to South Africa, so their impact of the war is low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God, the closest it got was the top of of Africa. Yeah, up there in like super Tunisia, Algeria, yeah, Egypt. Yeah. Egypt, yeah. Where uh Patton hunted down the desert fox. Yeah. That's in our Patton episode. Go check it out. He had a bunch of tanks, but he didn't know what the fuck to do with them in the desert and they almost lost right there. Yeah. Cuz Patton's kind of a fucking idiot. What was that one called? Torch. I think it is a it might, operation. Might be Torch. Anyways. Yeah. Go listen to the episode. They had one. a fun one called something snazzy like Desert Fire and then Yeah. They actually just got, like, trapped behind enemy lines and blasted the shit. Dry as a desert. Patton. You know, he's a good example of having bottomless self-confidence for no reason at all and just keep going. Yeah. Just every day being like, I'm the fucking greatest. <laughs> it's like Donald Trump. You just say it over and over again and people start to believe you. So Nelson didn't have to see too much of the World War II. He didn't have to see the effects of it so much. He saw nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's actually, his context is kind of funny. He was like, well, these... British overseers are fighting some other fucking war that doesn't have to do with me either. Yeah. So, uh... Nice, the whites are killing each other off, idiots. Yeah, finish that. <laughs> finish that war. Make them so nervous they fucking leave my country. <laughs> um. So, Johannesburg, I don't know if it is now, probably, maybe, but at the time it was the biggest city in Africa. So, little country boy in the big city. Hmm. Um, although he was very poor, so he lived in shitty places. Yeah. Yeah. And what he also found was that when you live in tribal areas, you you intermix with mostly tribal people. So he didn't see what is called apartheid all that much. What's apartheid? So apartheid is the it, it's a uh an Afrikaner word that means separateness. So like if you're speaking their language, apartheid is just a word for separate separating something and it's just that. It's a Black and white only restrooms, black and white only... So we're talking about like the Jim Crow laws, but called something different, I'm sure, over there. Yeah, they call it different because it's... it's segregation. It's segregation, but it's uh, backed by laws. Like, I think Jim Crow was like, they were trying to fight the segregation that was just implied. But in South Africa, it was like, from the prime minister down, it was the law that black people can't work at this place or live in, live in this area of town. Like, in in even now, you know, there are neighborhoods that are obviously black primarily or white primarily, and that's just like a cultural unfortunate thing that we've done to ourselves. Yeah. But in South Africa, especially at the time, it was like legal. Like, you can't live here if you have this skin color. That's weird, dude. And because the black people were underserved by their government because they couldn't vote, all the black neighborhoods were trash. <laughs> it's just this garbage. This is so crazy, like, because like, it's so hard to, like... This makes sense when you're talking about, like, the U.S. It sounds so strange, and you're like, mm-hmm. it's Africa. Like, the white people just came in there and did the same shit. And it's, like, the same fucking story over and over again. Yeah. It's the circle of life. It's a shitty circle. 
You have to oppress brown people. Uh. It's the circle. You know, not the irony of that is that I think that's Lion King, which is supposed to be in Africa. <laughs> but the ty- the protagonist is Jonathan Taylor Thomas, so <laughs> that's right. I think, uh, I think James Earl Jones is his dad, but he dies like right away, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. And then I think one of the only other black cast members is Whoopi Goldberg, and she's a fucking hyena. hyena. <laughs> Some of the bad guys. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Hilarious. Huh. Well, uh, here in Alexandra, Nelson met, <clears throat> met who will become his lifelong friend, Walter Sisulu. And Walter is, uh, like Nelson, a, a country tribal boy finding himself in the big city. But he is super, super into uh, political action. Like, apartheid is, like, fucking, like, wrong, dudes. Let's try and change it by... Uh, Desegregation. Let's let's hold boycotts, protests, hit the streets, Attica. Uh, oh. Hmm. That reference doesn't work here, but I said it anyway. Mm. So uh, they are hanging out with a dude named Anton Limbede, who is uh, he's a South African black guy who is all about strict nationalism, like. Wait, what? Only people that should be in South Africa making the rules are fucking South Africans. Oh, okay. No Brits, no Africaners. I, I hear nationalists, and I automatically think, like... Communists? Whites! Like, oh. <laughs> we're just for white people. So I'm like, wait, what? He's a nationalist? Oh. Well, you mean, like, little... Because he's not... Little Dick Ben, little dick ben Shapiro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. White yeah. nationalists. That's, um, that's probably a word we're going to hear about for a long time. Yeah. In this country. Um, but <clears throat> in South Africa at the time, it was... Yeah, nationalism is—it's in Africa, so it's, it's just we just want South Africa to be run by the people who are lived here and then <clears throat> oppressed. Have always been here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Seeing cumbersome I'm fucked up, up my throat. Are you okay? Yeah. He's got a he's got a <clears throat> hashy voice. Every time I hear that song, I'm like, "How are you doing that?" Oh, that is, doesn't sound healthy. So, uh, around this time, 1944, he also met his first wife, Evelyn Mace. Uh, and Evelyn is very nice, but uh, does not understand activism at all. And you know, their marriage doesn't last very long. She's like a nice lady, and, and uh, he just so, keeps causing trouble. So he's like, fuck the system, get rights. And she's just like, nah. Yeah, she's just like a nice Methodist lady who just kind of wanted to have kids and have a nice husband. And um, I don't really want to do all this political stuff. I don't know. Why can't we just be nice to each other? Yeah. She's like, she's like my mom. She's a very nice person. Doesn't do anything to help the world. Just like, why can't we just get along? I'm colorblind. Passive. Like, and whenever my mom says she's colorblind, she has black kids. We have to tell her like, you can't, st- you can't say that. <laughs> Colorblindness. If you say that you're colorblind, you're admitting to it. Whole- All right, mom, stop. <laughs> you're see- a very nice person. Just stop. <laughs> Yeah, it was his podcast, wasn't she? Oh, fuck no. Oh, okay. She listened to one episode for about five minutes and texted me that she can't stand the perversions. What fucking perversions? I don't know. Little dick bench, little dick bench, Firo. <laughs> doesn't make any sense to me. What the hell? I take offense to her saying that. Call, tell her. Well, She'll be like, well, I think we should just be nice to each other. Sad little dick Ben Shapiro's going to give her a call. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Hey, what's the problem with people <laughs> time? Like people time. 
She's like, who is this? <clears throat> Fuck you. I'm Ben Shapiro's dick lady. <laughs> Listen to our episodes. She's like, people time. Like, ah, hey, I'll pick up. No, the perversions. Click. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> and I would never hear the end of that. Sure. Well, they create uh, these three, Sisulu, uh, Lambide, and uh, and Mr. Mandela create the African Youth League. With Walter? Yeah, Walter Sisulu yeah. and Lambide and, and Nelson. Um, it's actually also called, well, they're an arm of the African National Congress, uh, here on out called the ANC, because it's a pretty important part of the story. And the ANC are a uh, political group of people, think... I don't know, Black Lives Matter type. Yeah, yeah. They, it's a political structured organization. They hold rallies. They hand out pamphlets. MLK kind of style. Yeah, but they're also trying to. I mean, I say style, even though he's after the fact, but similar yeah. though. Yeah, where you're like, let's get people talking about their rights and shit. Yeah, and they, uh, their ambition is to become a political party so that they can like run for offices and. What happens that. in Africa when you do this kind of shit? Because obviously you have. It sounds like almost zero rights, if any at all. Yeah, pretty much. So if you were trying to stand up to your pressures in this way and handing out pamphlets and shit, like, will they beat you? Oh, yeah. And shit, like, they just see you on the street being like... Yeah. At this point, like, 1940s, even if you identify as ANC, the police will probably just, like, beat you up. No. You know, arrest you for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, that's how you keep the oppressed down. It's just give them no quarter and just beat the shit out of them all the time. Right. You know, it's like what I do with, with Tom Cruise. Sure. You know? It's not because I'm afraid of him taking my rights. It's just I have to keep him in his place. I just beat him a lot and take his rights away. So every Tuesday, he can't use the bathroom. It's a Tom Cruise non-bathroom <laughs> house. And he just has to figure that out. Right. It's just a way to keep him on his toes. That's how you do it. <laughs> White oppressor speaking here. <laughs> um, well, the uh, the Youth League wanted complete control of the African future, rejecting any notion of white civilization, uh, even being civilized. They had a whole manifesto about how it's unfortunately kind of like Ted Kaczynski level, where they're like, technology does not lead to actual progress. Progress is not linear. So you guys saying that you have the correct culture and that you have the correct technology saying that you're leading to some place is a fallacy and we want to take control of our country. Yeah. Get away from your civilization. Let's mail people bombs. They didn't do that. Oh. That, that was Ted's idea. Ted? Yeah, the Unabomber. Mm-hmm. Ted Kaczynski, I don't know how he landed on that. What about like being anti-technology translates to mailing bombs? Oh, ah, that guy's nuts. Well, in 1946, I think I'll... when you're mailing bombs for any reason, that's <laughs> you're... <laughs> there's a side. There's something that's you've crossed over into some you're crazy land. Already not totally there. Yeah. You know, I checked out the other day. Uh, his manifesto on Amazon is very well received, and people still think that he's a genius. Really? Yeah. Huh? Because I I agree with that. The technology isn't linear, and we aren't leading to something better. Sure, but not by definition, but. But well, also, where's the Mailing line? Bombs. Using bombs in general would be some sort of technology. I mean, that too. Yeah, they had to have a battery. Ted, what do you, you think get, of that? What do you, what do you, no, no, I just you, mean like they're steam powered. <laughs> <laughs> like you open the envelope, it's like, please put me in a boiling water <laughs> to activate bomb. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I mean, I've never not done what a letter told me before. <laughs> 
Well, uh, in 1946, a whole bunch of destabilizing shit happened. So like I was saying, uh, there's an Indian, there's a large Indian population there, and uh, they also don't have rights. So they sort of join on to other ANC things, but a bunch of people had protests. Uh, the biggest one was miners who mined the gold and diamonds for the Brits. Which we've learned because Gandhi did a lot of stuff with miners earlier. Yeah, because the I, I don't know the history, but the Indians came over probably for that, like, let's get some gold, but then they were immediately taken advantage of. Yeah, oppressed and thrown into, like, basically, I think a lot of people just died in the mines. They just yeah, threw them in I there, know. and you just died doing that. It's pre- yeah, I don't think that it's a good you job. You don't really need safety protocols when it comes to mining if you don't care about the workers that are going in. Yeah, if they're not real people, yeah, there's a fucking shit. Like the only annoying thing is that their body gets in the way of progress. And you're like, well, we got another cave in. We lost twenty people. It's like, well, that's twenty workers that could have gotten this more gold. But oh well, continue on. Well, the only thing you'd be mad about is the cave in because you're like, well, now we have to fix that. Yeah. And drag their pointless corpses out. Can you guess twenty more of these, please? Thanks. <sighs> Get some more Indians, please, and some blacks, too, for good measure. I don't fucking care. Yeah. Where's my gold? So, yeah. And this just kind of thing just happens. I mean, <clears throat> they the, the miners had a bunch of protests. The Indians had a bunch of protests. And they were met with very, very violent resistance from from the police. Just be- beatings, yeah. killings. The police literally would just beat people to death in the street because they just don't, they just don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Um, okay. <laughs> I've been saying I don't have the history. It's literally my notes. The Indians were brought over by the English for manual labor. There you go. Um, Slavery. Yeah. I mean, we've also talked about the English um, having a colony in, in India and just fucking not being cool to them. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, India didn't get its independence till years after Gandhi had already died. Yeah. Was so. It 50s or something crazy. Some huh. bananas time. Yeah. Scotty died, I mean, I'm within a decade, I think. He was either in the 30s or the 40s. I want to say 45, but maybe it's 35. But somewhere close to that. When did he die? That's what I'm saying. Gandhi. Oh, I'm Gandhi sorry. was like 35. It, between 1935 and 1945, was, uh, I know I'm in the range. I just and then exactly. they got their independence maybe 10, 15 years later. Yeah. Something bonkers like that. Well, actually, the guy who's like the head of uh, the Indian political movements over there, down there is Mahatma's son. Oh, really? Um, Manila Gandhi? Hmm. Yeah. So he's like the head of the 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 Indian people who are like, stop killing me, please. Right. I don't prefer it. I don't prefer it. I would rather something different than this. Like being weird, preferably. Yeah. Well, uh, in 1948, uh, they. It, I mean, hilariously, this is a democracy, but it's whites only. Can of vote. course. So the uh, the new prime minister is a guy named Daniel Milan, and he is an uh, an Afrikaner who fucking hates everybody. Like uh, <laughs> the the suppression by the government, like the violent suppression, just gets fucking worse. I don't. I mean, I what causes this to get worse? Is it because they're getting like pushed back? Yeah, because they're protesting more and more, right? And then the police are killing them more and more, so they protest that, and the and then the police kill them. Yeah. Sort of like a similar problem we have in America right now. Yeah. What a shit show we got going on around here. It's a dumpster fire. I want to move to somewhere else. See, that's the one thing that our teachers didn't tell us is that learn history or otherwise you're doomed to repeat it. The problem is, is if you learn history, it doesn't mean other people still won't repeat it because they're fucking idiots. We have to like 
download history into every human being's head it's at like, once. I'm just going to go feed them a history book. Just but one, then again. Just one bite at a time of that book just going down their throat. It, swallow it. This is history, bitch. Swallow it. And they're like, it's too dry. I don't care. It's boring. I don't care. <laughs> I didn't ask. I didn't ask. It's either this way or I'm shoving up your ass. And that is kind of how People Time approaches this. We're like, hey, dabblers, I love you. Listen. <laughs> this is history. Hey, look, take yeah. it. I don't have anything against dabblers. They're clearly wanting to listen on their own. See? That's true. They're just history-loving buffs. A, da- a dabbler's a person who doesn't find any of this boring. Yeah. My wife literally told me the other day that our show is boring. And that's why we got to shove a history book up her ass. And I'm sorry. <sighs> Divorce is more expensive than just keep just <laughs> just keep doing the show. I was just going to do that. Yeah. No, like literally, I don't know. I was telling her, I was talking to her about a biography, and I'm like, this one's kind of boring. She's like, they're all boring. Biographies are boring. Wrong. I was like, I was Wrong. like this is what my podcast is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> did I say boring? Oh, no, but no, I love that. I met your, yours is great. When you do it. <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, my wife doesn't listen anymore either. <laughs> What are you gonna do? Yeah, we got. We got. I think she gets. I don't think it's because she doesn't like the history part of it. I think she's just like I'm around you enough as it is. I hear enough of this. I shit. know how your humor works. Ha ha. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, isn't that sad? I don't need an extra dose when, when some, you're not around. When they could admit, like, yes, you are funny. I don't want to hear it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Well, I, I, uh, yeah, especially because this Please? style of humor. We're like wiener. <laughs> Dude, farce. Yeah. Uh, it's so fucking funny. Yeah. Uh, I'm you sure. said duty. <laughs> I think she might get like maybe one laugh out of that, and then afterwards she's like, yeah, I get it. All yeah, right. okay. Because that's not how I always joke around with her, of course. I'm not in, you know, I'm, it's not me and her hanging out with me be like, dude. Pe- penis. Wieners. Yeah. We- wieners and stuff. And she's like, mm-hmm. Wieners and, wieners and poop. <laughs> I'm legitimately laughing. You just say, we need the poop. What's funnier than that? Uh, not you know, much. Stick stick to uh, the to the golden classics. Yeah. Like in your real life, the first thing you probably LOL to because you were four years old, it was poop. <laughs> like poop is hilarious. Ah, it's good shit. And what's even greater is Nelson Mandela would not uh deal with any of this talk. He's a very serious man. Yeah. Yeah, what are you going to do? So, so he's against this uh, Milan. You said Milan. What was his name? Yeah, Milan. Milan. Yeah, or Malane. I don't know how you'd say an Afrikaner, but mm. he's an openly racist dickhead. And is he like some kind of power? He's the prime minister. Oh, okay. Wow, I'm way... Yeah, I, in uh, 1948, he was elected prime minister. And it, him being elected made the protests increase because he was a fuckbag. Is he white too? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, he's a Dutch... Africaner. Yeah. And so, Prime Minister, is it just a South Africa? Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I, I don't know how all the providence works as far as different kinds of uh, ruling goes. Well, the, uh, you know, territory lines of South Africa are the same now as they are then. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So that had already been established by right. tribes and different shit from years ago. Sure. Um, in, uh, let's see, this government under under this Prime Minister did enact a, a ban on all communism. Now, this is 1950, so there is a bit of a red scare everywhere. Sure. But this was angled as a way to suppress these uh, political groups. All right. So it's just an excuse. The ANC is not explicitly communist, um, but you can call anyone a communist when they, you feel like it. They tried the same shit with, uh, with uh, MLK, right? They right. thought, he, you know, it, all we got to do is 
throw something a dirty word at that group of people and yeah. then we get more people on our side even if it's true or not if it's a trigger fun. word right yeah like like an american now socialist yeah i was gonna say yeah. people lose their shit over that word when they don't know what it means and like yeah communism yeah for most of the 20th century it was that word we're like oh he's a fucking communist yeah and so yeah these political groups were le- legally banned now so the anc if you identify as anc they could just arrest you yeah bummer and, and there is some controversy about what Nelson's personal opinions about communism are. A lot of that has to do with the fact that his biographies were written when communism was still a trigger word. So people were like, oh, he's too much of a hero to have liked that, or he hmm. was totally a communist. I, I don't think that he gave a fuck either way. I say, does it matter that much? It sounds more like he just wants to get uh, out from under his oppressors. Yeah, especially like communism is a very sexy concept. Oh, yeah. It's and nice on paper. He's working with... Uh, people of different colors and backgrounds and communism says that we're all comrades. They're like, yeah, that makes sense. No. Yeah. So how communist he actually was, I don't know. I, I just don't think that really matters. Yeah. Hmm. Honestly. Um, but there are communist groups um, like the ANC that are political. So they are around, but uh, they all get equally suppressed. So yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Well, they had a convention with a bunch of these uh, political groups called, um, uh, defend free speech and they all gave a bunch of talks and this is like the first time that uh nelson is really seen in a big crowd and people um treat him as he gets treated for the rest of his life kind of revered he's just a so wait, crazy wh- good speech giver why did he give this speech at all why why him specifically did he just decide he wanted to or did good, somebody else like he's a good talker yeah yeah well he sounds kind of like even he sounds articulate when he speaks like cause i've Very. already heard some of his speeches but they seem like he He's slow and well-spoken in the sense of, like, getting his point across. You mm-hmm. can understand what he's saying, and you're like, okay. And he's not fiery, you know? Yeah. He's not slamming his fists down. Yeah, he's, yeah. Blood alone turns the wheels <laughs> of history. Right. Kind of thing. Um, but he is 6'2", big boxer built. Yeah. So he has a physical presence, and then, yeah, he's just a fucking great speech maker. Cool. People are like, cool, he should probably be, like, a leader of this stuff, I bet. Probably, probably should. Probably. Probably be a good idea. Hmm. So he was actually elected president of the Youth League that year and opened a law firm. So this whole time he's been doing correspondence education to become a lawyer, but he I, he doesn't have like uh, like what we have here where you have to pass the bar. Hmm. They don't have that there. What you do just, they have? You just be a lawyer. You're just like, You're just like I'm a lawyer. <laughs> Wait. So anyone can be a lawyer or like you have to still do schooling? I mean, it's smart to do the schooling so you know how to speak in court, but you don't have to. <laughs> and he didn't. Yeah. I'm a lawyer today. Today I'm a lawyer. He literally just woke up. He's like, I'm a lawyer. Gandhi was a lawyer too. Yeah. Weird. Might be an inspiration for point for him. Because, I mean, you know, his whole thing is defending people's rights. So he's like, I should I should do this like that guy Gandhi. Yeah. Like, like that guy I know is dad. Well, and I was find it weird because like how do you become how do you be a lawyer when like you don't you can't even vote and shit like how are you gonna it seems hard to be like i'm gonna go in and fight the system but they really don't care what but they I don't think. they don't respect me yeah well he uh he opened a law firm with a guy who's like a real lawyer you know he has a college degree named oliver tambo yeah tambo is an important part of the story he hangs out with with uh, Mandela pretty much from here on out. But they opened the law firm Tambo and Mandela, and it's the first black-owned law firm in South Africa. Bam! So like, fuck you, man. And they, I don't have the court 
transcripts, obviously, but Mandela in court was is described as like aggravating to fight against because he would make ridiculous arguments um, to try and discredit the whoever he's up against. Right, and he would he would get really loud and slam his hands on the desk and like you don't even know the truth and that type oh, of that'd be great dramatic because he thought that a dramatic flair was helpful in the courtroom right he did lose a lot of cases because he's black the judge was just like you don't matter but so like oh this is the lawyer it. huh it's, uh, dismissed like we haven't even gotten started yet. dismissed ew that's who's defending you case over wait you didn't even hear us no you're both going to prison <laughs> but me too yeah i'm the lawyer yeah you're going to prison for bugging me yeah Yeah. Uh, yeah. So racist uh, courts and everything. Yeah. But um, so I I don't I don't want to give all the every single goddamn detail. It's just too much. About about him being a lawyer. Well, no. What's happening like politically in the world? I mean, I've kind of set the stage for you. Like, we have the ANC, and there's a Communist Party, and there's an Indian Party, and there's a a, a Nationalist Party, and the douchebag Prime Minister. Yeah. Okay. And the parties sometimes disagree, and sometimes they agree, and sometimes they hit the streets, and the police kill them, and then it's just a, a continuing cycle of violence. Okay. And in response, of course, the government just keeps implementing more and more racist laws. Like, black people aren't even allowed to vote in most districts, if at all, and the government actually started to just strip away more stuff. Like, if you're Indian from this province, you can't vote, or... If you're from this tribal land, um, we're taking that land for mining and we're moving your tribe. and To somewhere shitty, wherever. Just somewhere else. They just don't give a fuck. So I'm curious, did MLK ever speak to Nelson? Not that I know. Not, not that I saw. I mean, they're having very similar movements, it sounds like, going on around the same time frame. It's well, kind of weird that they're like almost coincide. So I think because MLK's uh, heyday was the 60s. Um, Who's? MLK. MLK. Yeah. But Nelson's a little bit earlier? He's a little earlier. He's in prison by 64. But so I think they maybe would have. And MLK died in 63. 63, yeah. 64. Yeah. So the, the, it just didn't happen. All right, yeah. Which is just sad. It's weird that there's these two movements happening about the same time, though. Right. And, and uh, you know, from the other episodes that we've done from things around this time frame, it just seems to be the case that everybody at the same time was like, Hey, I, I, give me rights. Yeah. Give me rights. We're sick of it. What the fuck? Fuck you. White people. Hey, we are the worst. We are. Yeah. I am terrible. Yeah. You know, I don't want to take anyone's rights away. I'm just also a jerk. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not actively doing anything about it. Yeah, yeah. I gave money to BLM, but eh, what does that even do? Yeah, we, we have a sign outside. It doesn't feel like it's enough, right? Yeah, it feels hollow. Yeah, I feel like I kind of almost feel bad doing it because it's like, yeah, we're supporting, but from yeah, afar. But from over here. In my comfortable yeah, white body. Don't come near me. I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> I do I do fear, you know, the election and whatever Proud Boys may or may not be in the neighborhood will target our houses for those signs. And... Oh, fuck them. I don't care. I got guns. I'm not worried. I don't got guns. I got fucking... I got cars. I will run you run over. You I don't over. care. I don't fucking care. I'm going to take a, a page from fucking uh, King... Uh, who was the uh, the Egyptian we did? It was uh, King... 
Oh, Ramses? Ramses. I'll just <laughs> run you over my chariot. Just run you over. Then I'll build a fucking monument and put a picture of me running you over. On my front lawn, like a big fucking stone thing yeah. of me running you over. And yeah. you'd be like, oh, I'm a little bitch. Oh, no. Oh, I'm a proud boy. Oh, I'm so proud. Yeah. But then on the statue, you're going to have like a really, really little dick. Well, it's like... Like my wheel is actually crushing your wiener. That's the part where like we captured the moment of me running you over was me like crushing. And his wiener. face is that moment of like, Ugh! Uh, yeah, me laughing, just head thrown back. <laughs> Black lives still matter. Your dick is gonna fall off. Yeah. Well, due to all this, uh, you know, subjugation, is uh, it's you know, it's, uh, it's probably not great to say, but it's. It's good for Nelson's business. Yeah. I mean, as a lawyer, he got more and more and more and more um, legal cases to fight against the government. And his reputation was gaining because not only was he like the guy you go to in town for a legal case, he was also moving up the ranks in the ANC and, you know, giving these, uh, you know, they'd have these huge marches and then he'd be the speaker at the end of the march and he would give these fiery speeches about, you know, black pride, nationalism, Maybe violence is the option. We haven't decided yet, kind of thing. Um, so I'm not necessarily against violence. I think that sounds weird, but that sometimes that's what you have to do. And if you look at any country, including our own, that's what people end up having to do when there's no other options. Seriously, like the way Gandhi approached it is admirable, but it it won't work in every scenario. No, like as we've established here, if they just keep boycotting, they just keep being murdered. Yeah. Sometimes you have to make your oppressor afraid of you. Well, it's kind of like we've talked about it before. My dad said, don't fight. But if you get in a fight, win. win. And, like, win hard. Like, make sure they don't ever want to fuck with you again. Get, be scary. Yeah. Say weird shit to them. Like, <laughs> I'm going to fuck your feet when I'm done with you. And they're like, what? what? Why? But you have to have, like, a crazy look in your eye. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I don't think he's kidding. Ooh. He is going to fuck my feet. I'm going to take your kneecaps off, and then I'm going to fucking put them on my buttocks. Yeah, I want to wear them as prance around shields like a fancy boy. How do you like that, bitch? I'm gonna wear high heels and just make your your knee bones pop. Mm. It looks sexy for all the boys. <laughs> then I'm gonna eat a sandwich out of your hair. <laughs> so, then that guy's just like, I don't want him, man. I don't know what he's gonna do. I don't. I don't like any of this. <laughs> and then I and then you just shoot them <laughs> <laughs> or run them over. Or, yeah. I mean, whatever makes a better statue, really. Yeah. You could stab him. That'd be a fun statue. <laughs> if you're stabbing a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Take this. Um, well, because of this, uh, the government recognized that Nelson is like a real fucking thing to deal with. So uh, they're actually like well, they, aware and wanting to stop him? Oh, yeah. They personally ban him from, at first, being around more than 10 people. <laughs> it's such a weird thing. Like, Saying, you are not allowed to have more than... Ten friends. You can't be in the same area as ten people. At any given time, you can only know ten people. Be- so. The idea being that wherever Nelson goes, he incites anti-government rhetoric. Right, right. He's already doing something illegal, and they can point to him and be like, see, he's breaking the law. Mm. Yeah, it's another thing to just have a, an option to arrest him. Yeah. Well, but the funny thing is that he breaks the ten people ban, and they... He's legally not allowed to be around more than one person. <laughs> like... They passed a law that said Nelson Mandela cannot have more than one person in his I'm physical presence at any time. I'm trying to just think of even just ridiculous moments where he's like, all right, well, I got to get some groceries. <laughs> and he's all like, no, it's not. You don't understand. It's not my fault. I don't know who that person is. I'm just getting some fucking I'm not food. even talking to him. 
and the cashier's like he's like trying to like give the money the person that's coming in back and like hold on 10 feet please christ i don't want to go to jail today i'm just, i'm sick of jail and the cops like got you bastard ah oh yeah there's a cop but two cops hanging around him all the time he's like you guys are breaking the law <laughs> you have to arrest each other he's right he is right sir all right we're gonna arrest ourselves <laughs> Thank God. Well, he was also banned from uh, uh, leaving Johannesburg. He couldn't leave? Yeah, he wasn't supposed to. I mean, he did. He, that's kind of how he is. Okay. Because what he did was, because he was such a good speaker, he went to different tribal areas and recruited people to be part of the ANC. Shit, yeah. In their own local area, and so they banned him from leaving Johannesburg. So he, had, he did. He just had to smuggle himself out. Power numbers. Yeah. Get more people on board to fuck the power, man. Fight the fight the power. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know what that feels like. So his, his speeches, I I'm, I imagine, are, are well taken. He's oh. building up a really good group of... Uh... People fucking love him. All right, cool. They fucking love him. And I guess, you know, I don't blame them. No. No. Um, I have a quote from somewhere. If I can ever find it. I was going to say, what is he exactly, like saying in these speeches is it just like like is it like overthrow the government or is it like we just want equal rights kind of a thing it's like both a little mixture yeah being like if the government's oppressing us fuck them let's start over we'll oppress you back bitch i like that so he actually uses a lot of of like rhetoric and high-minded talk because yeah. he's also a very intellectual person so it gets people on board that like oh he has a whole fucking plan he does seem like, if I may, as a white person, a smart cookie. Oh. I think that's what white people say. It's high praise. Smart cookie. Yeah, I think, well, yeah. I don't think there's anything more high praise than smart cookie. I've never heard anyone maybe, that's maybe not white Smarty pants. Oh, yeah, yeah. But that's usually a derogatory. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think smarty, that's probably not a good thing to do. <laughs> Fucking smarty pants. Yeah. It's kind of like one of those things of words like <laughs> that definitely have a meaning, but they've been used so much in a sarcastic way that that's now the only meaning that... It's like when someone calls you pumpkin. You know they want to fight you. What's yeah. up, pumpkin? Huh? Come on. Like Nobody calls each other pumpkin. Don't call me that. Yeah. Why are you calling me pumpkin when we're about to fight too anyway? That's also weird. But that's also part of like the fun thing to freak people out where they're like... What is it? Is he calling me honey? Come here, honey. Come here, bitch. Come here, mm -hmm. come here honey jeans. What's up? I want to hit you in your face. So sorry, you were saying you wanted to uh, bring up a quote of his. Like, yeah. Um, you. Well, I can't find it. <laughs> but essentially, he was talking about how the entire continent is seething for, for uh, fair rights. The whole continent of Africa is just vibrating with people angry. Shit, yeah. About colonialism. Probably, I would imagine. Yeah. And he's like, and we are the face of taking the shit back. Let's take it back. Yeah. This my shit. Let's do this. And so what happens? Well, 1954, all these different... Uh, groups got together and said, we can't fight the man if we're also not on the same page. That makes sense, yeah. You don't want everyone, everyone's got different ideologies, got to group yeah. everybody up. Bring them all together. So they made what's called the Freedom Charter. And the Freedom Charter uh, demanded that the parliament, or demanded to the parliament that we, the people of South Africa, declare for all of our country and all the world to know that South Africa belongs to all who live in it, black and white. And that no government can justly claim authority unless it is based on the will of the people. Shit, yeah. 
That's more on equality rather than overthrow. Yeah, they started to go with like, um, you know, Afrikaners can live here. It's fine. Just stop taking our shit away. And quit trying to control us. Yeah. Just you be you and I be me. That's it. And it was also like, because a lot of these political groups were, yeah, different colored people. I mean, there were Afrikaners who supported them and then the Indians. And so they were like, let's all do it. Yeah. This is fun. This is great. So how did it work? It's like a party. It doesn't go well. Oh. No, it doesn't go well. Because Nelson was still banned in public. Um, he kept getting arrested everywhere he went. Uh, he got arrested like a thousand times. He just go to jail and they, like for like a few days? Weeks. Yeah, like a night yeah. or a few days. They give him a ticket. And he's like, I'm not going to pay this. No, I don't, I don't uh, acknowledge your, the legitimacy of your government. This is toilet paper, by the way. Thank you. Thanks. It's a little rough, but uh. I'm going to wipe my ass with it and then mail it back to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, in 1956, he was uh, arrested again along with like 40 different people who are all heads of these different movements. Yeah. Um, they were all arrested at once. Uh, they were charged with treason and inciting violence. And they had to go to these mass trials because there were so many of them. It was often five or ten of them on trial at the same time for the same crimes. Were they doing speeches when they got picked up? Or was it just like randomly like cooking them in their homes? This time, yeah. He was taken from his house like in bed. Fuck. He just like woke him up like you're arrested. He's like, you're in my house. What the hell? I didn't even talk to anybody today. I can't. Legally, I'm not supposed to How many people are in this room right now, actually? (laughs) Oh. Oh. It was just me and my wife, but then you, uh, you broke the law, you dick. Dick, yeah. Arrest yourself. Because you're not, you're not going to do that, right? You're going to arrest me. Yeah, you're yeah. going to arrest me. Right. You know, if you put me in a cell with more than one I'm person. I'm sure, sure they're like, uh, yeah, it's not, uh, it's not illegal for me to be around you with too many people. It's illegal well, for you to be around too many people. Then the police still feel that way. Like, yeah. it's not illegal if I do it. Yeah. I can hit you. It's not assault. Yeah. You're a criminal, probably. Yeah, I'm going to say that's what it is anyways. Yeah, that's what I'm going to write in my report. And uh, yeah. The criminal, I'll start off with that, <laughs> said, what are you doing in my home? <laughs> so I hit him. Of course. For resisting arrest. Stop resisting! <laughs> I just beat him a lot. Man, come on, dude. I'm in my drawers. Like, I'm not resisting. Bro, have some respect. Just woke up. God, I fucking... Oh, God, the police. I don't want to get on that tangent. Yeah. We will lose listeners if we <laughs> express our opinions on this. Uh, I know what they are, and I agree with you. That's what it is. Oh, they're all bastards. <laughs> so, uh, this trial is really just a stupid, it's mockery of a real trial. Kangaroo court! Yeah. I mean, the prosecution didn't really have a, anything to stand on other than the fact that these people were just talking and giving yeah. speeches. I'll, I'll have you know that Nelson was saying words to people. What? I know. Were they illegal words? Uh, I mean, they were words that were unpleasant. I will say that, sir. That doesn't sit well with me. About equality for all, it and is pathetic. That's ridiculous. And you know, everyone should live in harmony. Has he? I'm sorry. I just have to ask. Uh, does the defendant know he's black? Oh, I'll ask him. Because okay. <laughs> I'm wondering why he's always. Like, nah, 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 give me shit. Like, is, does he know that he's not supposed to? Seems like no, sir. Seems like he does not realize that. From from his actions of what he's doing. I, I'm appalled. We should hang him. I'm just, I'm so tired of this. <sighs> yeah. So no. t- Everywhere I walk in Africa, I see black people. I'm tired of it. 
There's a lot of black people in Africa. What's up with that? <laughs> I'm sick of it. It's like, just what, get rid of them. It's just like, what's his name? Uh, when we did... Uh, I think it was L. Ron Hubbard. L. Ron Hubbard, who went to China, said there's sure are a lot of chinks in China. It's like, <laughs> fuck, dude. You fucking not idiot. only are you an asshole, but you're also an idiot. You're so stupid. Fucking racist. I don't know bitch. how that guy became what he did. I don't know how his religious so is still dumb. around. But then again, Mormonism is just, yeah, it's the same kind it's of. pretty fucking close. Yeah. Anyways. I fucking hate those people. They even came out and said, yes, Black Lives Matter. Because all lives matter. Uh, and I wanted to yeah. choke everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Going on a choking street. Just going to choke everyone. Just choke my way up to the top until I get to... Who? Fuck you. Just walk into the temple and start choking. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who tries to stop you, just choke. <laughs> people trying to pull you off and once you're done with stop. one. <laughs> Next. <laughs> we need backup. He's choking everybody. <laughs> choke all of you. All right. God. Yeah. Bunch of fucking pussies. <laughs> well, uh, this trial actually took like four fucking years to conclude. Why? Um, I don't think they were going to be swift stupid. to try to like... I'm surprised they didn't just beat them uh, to death. Well, they, were, they were trying to discredit the leaders of the political movements by taking them to a, court. Don't make a martyr. Try to like end it another way. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it didn't super work. I mean, the, tr- the case was overturned uh, because it kept moving from judge to judge. It was like, this is absurd. You have like 20 people in here that you're charging them all with treason, and you don't have anything. You, you just want me to put them in jail because they're black. Yeah. So And, and the prosecutor's like, yeah, duh. Can we proceed now, please? What's the issue? Can we now lock them up forever, please? Um, well, all this uh, turmoil and Nelson always being uh, uh, arrested and shit, his marriage fell apart. His, this is his first wife, right? Yeah. Yeah. But that doesn't matter because, like, Two weeks later, he met 22-year-old Winnie mm. uh, Namzamo. Mm-hmm. How old is he now? Late 20s? It's like in his 30s. 40. He's in his 30s or 40s. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Getting, getting <laughs> that 22-year-old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and pictures of Winnie, she is very cute. Uh, not particularly political but she's a social worker so she's kind of into the whole thing um but i don't know everybody says their their uh sexual chemistry was like visible just seeing them near each other so kind of wish i was a fly on that wall i was gonna say uh, he's just kind of like walking and does a little elvis hip toss and she's like my god oh my she just starts twerking i shouldn't say i can't control myself i shouldn't say elvis hip thing because i think that uh I don't think Elvis. I think Elvis stole that from black people. So irony there. But anyways. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna do Elvis someday, and it's just gonna be ugly. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Hmm. And you know, and I'm a fan of Elvis. A lot of music is about appropriation, but I just I think he probably crossed some lines. Well, I think most of his music was written by other people, especially black people. You ain't nothing but a hound dog was written by a black woman whose name will never be known. I just don't know off the top of my head. Somebody knows it. it. Sucks, I know. I should, but I don't. Yeah, I have heard that like some of his first hits were yeah. songs by black people who just weren't popular. Well, yeah, you ain't nothing but a hound dog is a is a lady talking about a guy who tries to come around and she he just wants you know he just wants to get some some sex. Ew. And so she's like, yeah, you're not you ain't nothing but a hound dog. And then what did Elvis do? They gave him the song and made it popular, and then they he sang it to an actual. Hound dog, which is not the <laughs> point at all of the song. Which 
Makes no sense at all. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. And the dog's like, well, yeah. I know that. Yeah. Crying all the time. Well, yeah, if you fed me and you weren't a racist, huh. I wouldn't cry so much. Oh, you're going to get fat, do some really weird moves, die on the toilet, whatever. Oh, what a fantastic way for him to die, too. <laughs> yeah, right? I'm really excited that's what happened. <laughs> anyway, sorry, back to our story. Well, uh, their uh, sexual attraction led to marriage real quick. They ended up having two kids. Winnie's a a big part of his story. Oh, okay. At first, I didn't lo- even know he had kids. Yeah, yeah, he's like five or six. Nice. Yeah, he's got a. He has two with his first wife. No, three with his first wife, and then two with Winnie. They're all named Nelson. Just yeah, yeah they're all named Nelson Madiba. Yeah. Um, he just wanted to make sure that they all had something to share, something in common. Yeah. Right. His, his daughter's name is Nelsina. Yeah, it's <laughs> kind of fun. Yeah, she hates herself. No, he didn't name any of them Nelson, did he? No, not one. Not even Junior, huh? They're all pretty traditional African names that I couldn't pronounce appropriately. Fair enough. So I'm just gonna try to not. Okay. Do that. Well, uh, the let's see, lots of kinds of shit happens with more, more and more protests. I mean, there are sections of the ANC that splits off due to feeling that the current ANC is not nationalist enough or not communist enough or whatever, and so they start fighting each other again. Nelson ends up staying on the side of, like, let's uh, not tell the Afrikaners to leave the country. You know, they do live here. Let's just find they can stay. Let's just all get along. It's pretty nice for someone who's, like, being oppressed by those people. Like, right, the prime minister is yeah. a, uh, yeah, and all of them, yeah, white people suck. It's kind so of his thing. Nice to be, instead of being like, get the fuck out, rather than be like, all right, you guys been here for a while, fair enough, let's just, but, you know, well, same level, well, huh? What's How about a, that? Why not? I mean, you can't say, I deserve rights just because of my skin color if you're not going to say it for the other side, too. Yeah. And, yeah, to be fair, a lot of Afrikaners, that being in South Africa is all they know. They were born there. That's what they do. All right. It just happens to also be a tradition that you s- step on black people. <laughs> right. And he's just asking you to not do that or maybe I'll sh- shoot you. Yeah. That's he, pretty fair. Because he never takes violence off the table. Which I kind of like. Like, don't get me wrong. We, I love MLK style. I love the Gandhi style. But I still think there will always be a part of me that's like, Kill hey, but have a rock ready to huck at their head. Just in case. But they're not going to. Let them know. Yeah. Like, I'll have some discourse with you. Um, I do have a weapon on me. Yeah. If this doesn't go the right way. Yeah. Because and it's not necessarily it's like my way or you die. It's just like no. if you can't agree to equality, and then you're going to be violent. Yeah, I want to throw a rock well, it's back. Because your actions lead to my people being murdered in the street. Yeah. So if you don't change your mind, somebody's gonna have to die. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's where we're at. It's you or me now. Either you stop oppressing and you live, or you don't and you don't. I mean that's. Perfect. Let's keep it on the table. But for the meantime, let's politely have tea and talk about our options here. I'm going to keep my gun on the table as well, <laughs> just so you can see it. Pass the sugar. Pass the sugar. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank you. Now, equality and the safety of your family. Let's talk about that at the same time. <laughs> um, there's a... One one of the bigger horrible things that happened was the what's called the Sharpville massacre. It's a little town called Sharpville where a bunch of people went to, the, you know the the old thing. Show me your papers. Right, right. We're talking about like Hitler style. Yeah, like Nazi style. Show me your papers. Show me that you you 
are allowed yeah, here. You're, you're supposed to be in this. Yeah. So everybody in South Africa has papers, and it's like, if you're black, you can't go into certain provinces. If you're from a certain background, you can't go here or here or whatever. So everybody's got papers. They try to fucking pull that shit in Utah. Yeah, man. If they start pulling papers, like we are legitimately fascism, and we're all gonna have to fucking burn something down. It got, it got, it got implemented and then pretty much rejected right afterwards. Where so. it was like, you have to have papers to go to Colorado or some no, shit. No, so Arizona first started it, and we adopted it pretty much right afterwards in Utah, which was that a police officer could ask you for your documents, your ID, oh, your papers, right, right, right at right. any point for no reason at all. And the whole purpose of it was because they were looking for undocumented. You know, uh, fuck you. Yeah, foreigners or mostly people from Mexico. Yeah, they're lo- yeah they're looking at immigrants. So it was an excuse to be able to walk up to someone who was Hispanic and say, "Show me your papers," and if you couldn't produce them, they could arrest you and then do further digging to see if they needed Just to ugly. send you. Yeah, yeah, it's a fucked up thing, and it got removed. Luckily, so, I did not hear that. Thank God, because yeah, yeah. back in like two thousand like twelve. So show me your papers is a trigger term for me i agree i'm like i will murder everyone it was that that was the nickname of the law because that's not what it was actually called but it was called the show me your papers law because everyone was like it's fucked up <sighs> i don't need papers to be a person so they have this thing and is this still in africa now do we know no oh, thank um God. south africa's doing a better it's not great okay they're doing better but everybody's got papers so they a big protest thing was to burn your papers in public You're like shit yeah i don't need papers fuck you and in Sharpville in 1960, there was actually 7,000 protesters who went to the police station to burn their passes. And um, there's disputed uh, accounts of what happened, but what ended up happening was the police shot 249 people to what? death. What? <laughs> yeah. For burning their papers? And protesting outside of the police station. Even that? What the fuck? So... One of the movies I watched, I think it was the the one Idris Elba did, had a depiction of it, and that all the protesters, there was a gate around the police station, and they were shaking the gate as you protest. Sure, yeah. And the police got nervous that, because there were 7,000 of them, that they were going to overrun the police station. So instead, they just shot them. Jesus Christ. So And that, was, and that included 20, 29 children. <laughs> What the fuck? So they just murdered him. Dude, is there a retaliation? Yeah, I mean, the same types of things. I, I mean, the rest of people just butt-rushed them and just got those guys. No. Uh, they all lived a long time. <sighs> White police. This story t- sucks. Tend to. <laughs> all right, tell me some good news afterwards. Well, Nelson, um, he burned his papers in public as well to be a part of that. Um, didn't really matter. You know, it, it already happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. The Well, the next interesting kind of thing that happened was the prime minister. It's a new guy named uh, Verward. What happened to the old guy? They just get elected out almost every term. Oh, okay. Um, sort of like in England where you don't vote for the president. You vote for party members, and then whoever the majority of the parliament is selects the president. Sure. And when you have such upheaval, the uh, the prime minister just keeps changing. The same way they should, like, get rid of Boris Johnson. Right away. They need to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Before. That monkey needs to get out of there. That guy's weird. And he's fucking pastier than anyone else I've ever seen. I'm pretty pasty white when it comes for a white guy. But that guy, ugh. It is gross. Yeah. Like, just Google Boris Johnson right now. Go to the image and then, like, like zoom in really, really yeah. well onto his cheek. And you will see inhuman shades. Yeah. 
You're like, that guy has literally never had direct sunlight. Like, go out in the sun, get some melanoma, and die. That's all I'm asking. Not a big deal. If Boris Johnson came to Utah, he would die immediately. <laughs> like, the sun that we get here, he yeah. would just have cancer immediately and die. Boom. Which would be fine with me. Yeah. I'd be stoked. <laughs> you know, I'm fine with all that. Well, their current prime minister actually, from public pressure, uh, kicked the British out, which was kind of neat. That was Whoa. something Nelson uh, agreed on. Because South Africa was technically a commonwealth of the British Empire. Sure, yeah. Um, and Parliament voted to exit. They, they Brexit the uh, commonwealth, <laughs> if you will. What They never do that. Why did they do that? Because um, England was, like, busy. Um, World uh, War Two ended a few after, years ago. After World War Two, a lot of the colony stuff did kind of start to die down and, and retreat back. They're, to like, imperialist. Retreat, but... Well, I think, if, I think there's an economic, like, you don't have to own a country to own its resources. Yeah. So the Brits were like, well, we still have contracts on those mines. Let them feel free. That's fine. Let's go home. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And that was something Nelson was stoked about because he's like, um, change can actually happen because the Afrikaners felt oppressed by the Brits. And because the Afrikaners are in charge, he's like, so we, you can kick fuckers out. Yeah. So maybe we can change hands in this country. Nice. Maybe. 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 I don't I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to spoil what happens. Um, so Nelson now has decided, because he's always kept violence on the table, um, that's, that's, let's do it. Let's, let's fucking do it. Let's, let's be violent now. Punch people? Yeah. Because even after they kicked the British out, uh, the Afrikaners didn't stop. Oppressing. Same thing. You burn your papers, they shoot you or... Uh, all that. Enough's enough. Time to fucking. Enough's enough. Yeah. And because he's not allowed to leave Johannesburg, he uh, smuggles himself out of Johannesburg through several different means. His his idea is to go to different tribes and say we need a essentially what we would think of as like a militia to, yeah. to be ready to go to like fight the police because the police are going to kill us either way. Let's be ready for that shit. Yeah. So he's actually the head of the ANC. A military arm, and he's going around to different places to get these different militias up and running. Yeah, and the police know he's doing this, but they can't find him. He gets the fun title of the Black Pimpernel. Pimpernel, which is uh, a reference to the, the Scarlet, Scarlet Pimp- Pimpernel, yeah. which I didn't read, but I guess a French guy is wanted, and he uses cunning to get away. So, yeah, so that's what Nelson does. There's actually a lot of fun. Like, old stories of the police being like, oh, we almost got the Black Pimpernel, but he... We're like... And then he's just, like, running around, and they're like... They open up a doorway, and he pops out on the other side of the hallway, and like... And they're like, what? Well, the great thing is, he's wearing a fake mustache, and they're like, go get him! And then he takes the mustache off and casually walks past him, like, hello, gentlemen. And they're like, hello. Good day, sir. Hello, sir. You haven't happened to see a mustachioed man. No, okay. Mm-hmm. And then he, then he runs away, and they're like, oh, we got bamboozled. Yeah. Gives him a kick in the ass. And they're like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. It's a true story. So he's running around gathering up all that stuff. They can't catch him. No. Then what happens? Well, they create uh, <clears throat> an actual military arm of the ANC called the... Uh, what? Umkanto Wisizes, which means the Spear of the Nation. So they have, like, a, their own military. That's what they want to do. Um, 
Nelson is put in charge of it. He's called Commander-in-Chief. So this is the part where if you're a shitty white person where you say he's a bad guy because look what he did here <laughs> i swear i've heard i i don't know because it's full a black story. guy with a gun yeah well because i haven't heard the full story i'm learning from you right now um because i don't know that much about <clears throat> mandela but i've heard people say like no he was a bad guy yeah and, that is still said yeah yeah and i'm guessing that has to do with something they're taking this part right here and being like he he marched with guns they call him a terrorist yeah well I mean, when you're uh, oppressed and don't have rights. Man, try being told that you can't even vote. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, yeah. Anyways, it's ridiculous. You don't even know what that feels like, Karen. You don't know what that feels like. I'll tell you what, I'll take away all of your fucking rights. You can get locked in my basement, and then let's see if you feel like wanting to fight your way out or not. (laughs) Fight out of these chains, Karen. No? Oh, no, you should just stay there, according to your beliefs. Huh? Oh, I should just give up. If you up. do fight back, oh. then, then you agree with what I was originally saying. Well, if, if she kicks, Karen, you're a terrorist. Yeah, Karen. So, this military arm is uh, nicknamed the MK. Why? It's I don't know the language well, but the two letters in umkanto, um, I don't, they just use that. It, it makes sense in the language. Yeah. Okay. In some way. Fuck if I know. Sure. But they called the MK and really it's so, I mean, Nelson's still a nice guy. He doesn't want to kill anybody. He wants to arm everybody to fight back against the police if need be. But the primary idea is to like bombs, bomb an empty police station, um, set up bombs in public to scare people. We just really want to make them start to fear us. They start to realize that we will fight back. So start making some better decisions. We got bombs, man. Like, if you do something, I don't, like, I don't know what I don't know what I'm capable of. <laughs> I have bombs. Yeah. Um. He actually said, "quote We plan to make government impossible." Um. He said, uh, "Let's see, other forms of mass pressure to force the race maniacs who govern our beloved country to make way for dem- democratic government of the people, by the people, for the people." Uh, has been unwarranted. So to seek for cheap martyrdom by handing myself to the police is naive and criminal. So I've chosen this latter course. Bam! Which is more difficult and which entails more risk and hardship than sitting in jail. I have to separate myself from my wife and children, from my mother and sister, and to live as an outlaw. Um, I have had to close my business and abandon my pr- profession to live in poverty and misery. Saying, but it's all worth it. Well, he's saying, like, I'm making these sacrifices and I'm going to make this country unlivable and take the personal sacrifice because it's the right thing to do. Complete opposite of MLK style. Yeah. I mean, that that tagline, like, we plan to make the government um, impossible. Yeah. So badass. Yeah. (laughs) And he was, I mean, he was an outlaw now. They, the, government knew exactly who he was he's the head of this military arm he had to move from safe house to safe house um use fake names yeah he would hide out in a lot of places he spent a lot of time just sort of being secret somewhere and reading a lot he he read because he he's not a war guy he's a lawyer so he he actually read a lot about uh fidel castro's revolution to be like what did he do (laughs) there you go and he read books on war like how do i figure this shit out all right cool so uh, do they bomb places? 
They do. Yeah, they set off some bombs on government buildings on December 16th of 1961, mm-hmm. um, which is actually like a national African holiday. Well, it's not a holiday. It's a day of protest because there was a huge massacre done by the Afrikaners in 1838, and every year protest type of people do something about it. So that year, in 1961, they bombed three government buildings. Hell yeah. Burned them to the ground. Now, unfortunately, they are still amateurs, so only one guy lost his arm (laughs) from the MK. Oh, bummer. (laughs) They just weren't. A little too close to the... uh... They just don't know what they're doing. Right. Is it the red wire or is it the blue wire? (laughs) Yeah. I I can't remember. Being a guerrilla warfare guy is hard. Sometimes you blow your arm off. Yeah, sometimes the timer's set a little bit earlier than you thought. Yeah. Um, the other fun thing is that the MK is supposedly a secret and they are publicly not part of the ANC, but everybody knows they are, but it's just not said because the ANC is supposed to be a peaceful thing. Yeah. I just bring that up because the current president of the ANC, his name is Albert Lethuli, actually won the Nobel Prize that year. <laughs> he did? Yeah. Or wait, was it the Nobel Peace Prize or was it a different one? This is the Peace Prize. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, and nobody knew that he was actually like part of working the... with Nelson to blow up buildings and shit. That's how it works. I mean, you can't know all the things. You think someone's doing something, you give them the Peace Prize and... And hope that they work for peace. Well, let's be honest. Uh, I mean, there's been a few people that have probably gotten the Nobel Prizes that, you know... Don't deserve it. Right. And there's been definitely people who have been nominated that didn't deserve it. Hitler was nominated. Oh, Mussolini yeah. was nominated. Well, somebody nominated Trump. Really? Yeah. For what? The Peace Prize. Oh, my God. I think for North Korea. North Korea, I think, Uh, or maybe Israel. Jesus. Some fake bullshit. Yeah, well, and if you ever want to know where the Nobel Prize comes from, uh, Alfred Nobel, we have the episode on him. Mm. The guy who invented dynamite, and the the Nobel Prize comes from basically his will. And I don't know if we have a whole... Nope, yeah, we have an entire episode. Yeah. Check it out. I enjoyed that episode a lot. Fun twist, won't spoil it, but the, yeah, the award doesn't come from where you think it comes from. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. I might have spoiled a, it a little bit. And a strange man. Yeah, yeah. Strange man. I liked him. I like, I think that you did him, and then you did Kellogg, um, yeah. either before it or after it, both bizarre men. Yeah. That's a good run of episodes. Yeah. Check, check it out. Um, well, yeah, nobody in Sweden uh, needed to, to know that Albert Lithuli n- knew that the ANC also were violent, it's, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Um, Nelson uh, sort of leans into this badass persona now. He actually grows his beard out and always wears sunglasses. That's cool. I don't know, but I assume he rode a motorcycle. No, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Going to bars, smoking a cigarette, like, I don't care about any of that. Make it a double shot. Yeah, hey, bartender, make it two. Mm. Make it double. Who are you? Nice oh, questions. Don't ask questions to a guy who looks like me. <clears throat> Otherwise, one of my buddies might get his arm blown off trying to blow up your place. We'll blow up your place. <laughs> I got so many bombs, dude. Um, he actually tours around Africa. He sneaks out of South Africa to go speak to other like revolutionary people. So recently, um, Ethiopia, which fun fact, technically Ethiopia has never been colonized. Hmm. It's the only country in Africa that's never been colonized. Um, they like to attribute it to their, they have a warlike history 
and they were able to fight off colonizers because they're just that fucking tough. Come and, into our area and you get a bull in the head. Yeah. There, there's some videos of, of Ethiopian war shit, and they are mean. No. Which is why they were never colonized. But the, Well, Ethiopia obviously is north from, because like South Africa is the bottom. Yeah. Right, of the bottom country of the it's continent. Like, so what's, where, how far is Ethiopia? It's like two countries down from Egypt. Oh, so that's pretty far up north. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he might, he went all the way up there to talk to the president of it to be like, can I buy some guns and bombs from you and like get some advice on like how to be a murderer? Yeah. <laughs> and he did. He got he got a bunch of money. Actually, the president of Tunisia gave him a bunch of money too. Um, <laughs> he just got a bunch of money and support. Nice. And he, why did they do it? Just because they're like, yeah, yeah, kick the fuckers out. Oh, well, nice. Okay. Like African, you Africa unite. Shit. Yeah. It's a buzz of Bob Marley song. Yeah, um, the president of Ethiopia, his name is Haley uh, Selassie. J- uh, I'm probably saying it wrong, but just, I'm just gonna do a people time on him at some point. Oh, nice. Okay. By the way, because he uh, he's like the return of Jesus for the Rastafarians. That they, sounds badass. They actually think he's Jesus. He didn't think he was Jesus. They just told him you're Jesus. And he's like, whatever. I guess. I mean, I, I'm not like a murderer. <laughs> and they're like, I know we like murdery Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> this is the Jesus we need. The Jesus we deserve. Yeah. It's the one we want. <laughs> um, he also went to London and moved around a lot. He's just trying to get money and support. He hung out in London? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, he had actually a lot of supporters in London. I mean, once the Brits left, um, they also were like, yeah, maybe fuck the Afrikaners. Yeah. Yeah. They had a lot of support in London. Like, later, the ANC is actually run from London because... Weird. I don't know. All of South Africa becomes a dumpster fire. Bummer. Yeah, it's actually no fun. But, yeah, yeah it, it, it works out. Okay. Um, Nelson uh, returns home after several months, and he is uh, in uh, asleep in his bed and is arrested again. Again? Nobody super knows what happened here. I mean, the police have been searching for him, but there's not. we don't know who tipped him off, like where he was. Uh, there's a lot of indication that it was the CIA. What? The U.S. is involved, possibly? Dude, America and did why? not help South Africa ever. Well, I mean, but why even get involved? Like, like I ever can come bug it. He's a, he's a communist, quote-unquote. Oh, God. You know? And J. Edgar Hoover's like, well, it's not even our country, but send some men over there. Wait. He's a communist who's black? Yeah. Yeah, find him. Yeah, I've find been, him. I'm already dealing with one of those over here, I think. I think he's a commie. I'm going to call him one. Yeah. He's a... He, I mean, he's already... He talks about how he deserves rights. I'm sick of it. Makes my mom's panties run up my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's how upset I am about it. Um, well, he... Uh, yeah, or it could have been an insider. Nobody knows. But he was arrested um, and charged with incitement of violence and leaving the country without papers. All the things that he fucking hates to hear about. Yeah. So is he going back to court again? Yeah. This time, he actually uh, publicly said in court, I refuse to defend myself uh, because I don't recognize the legitimacy of this court. Hell yeah. And got so there was a bunch of uh, supporters in the crowd. And in South Africa, the word Amandla means power. Okay. And the word uh, Nagawithu means to us. So in these political organizations and, and activist people, the person on trial would go, Amandla! 
And the crowd would go, Negletu! And they do a back and forth thing and just disrupted the court until it could no longer work. That's fun. I like that. Um, the only quote, well, he gave a pretty good speech, but the best part of it is that uh, posterity will pronounce that I was innocent and that the criminals that should be brought before this court are the members of this government. Shit, yeah. Mic drop. What happened to him after that? Well, he was sentenced to several years. Um, They were uh, members of his MK military dudes were like, let us break you out. We got bombs. Yeah. I think Nelson had decided that it's better to be a martyr symbol than... uh, It works. Leave. I I don't know why he he turned that down. That's actually one thing I don't understand. I like the blowout idea better. Blow up a wall and leave. Yeah. And just continue to be... Like the head Maybe of the he resistance. was a little concerned. He's like, actually, I do you like that stuff, that, that way of going about it, but you guys don't know how to judge your explosives very well. Sorry, Tommy, your arm. But uh, I don't want you to put too much and you go to blow the wall up and instead you just blow up the whole place and I'm in there. So yeah. maybe I'll just, uh, I won't even say that to those guys. Uh, no, this is a better idea. It's just, I'll be a martyr. It's a, it's a politically better, guys. Yeah, just don't, don't tr- come tr- blow tr- it up. Tr- don't. Bring bones. Okay, okay I, I know, I get it. It's fun. It's fun. Don't. Um, Tommy's over there. I'm a, I'm a martyr. I'm a martyr. This is better. Yeah. Tommy's like, I would give my other arm for you, sir. Don't. Don't. You don't need to. to go home. Go, just don't. Also, why is your name Tommy? It's so white. Doesn't sound like an African name. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> He's the inside man. Fuck, we found him. <laughs> Damn it! He, he was upset about his arm getting blown off. It was the one-armed man the whole time. Oh, this all came around really there, nice. There it is. Yeah, we worked it out. Um, well, he was arrested along with eight other ANC leaders. Sisulu, uh, Tambo was actually able to run away and not get caught, but they were put on trial for treason. And uh, Nelson did say that, uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a nationalist. I do believe in South South African uh, unity, but through multiculturalism, uh, I'm not a communist. I've worked with communists, uh, but I don't think that's different than like when Churchill aligned with Stalin. You right. just have to align yourself with, with allies when you can get it. And he said, uh, quote, I have fought against white domination and I have fought against black domination. I've cherished the ideal of democratic and free society. It's an ideal I hope to live for and achieve, but if needs be, I'm prepared to die for it. I like Nelson. I like him. He's a solid cat. Yeah. He's a solid fucking cat. I like all of this so far just because of it, it's... First, it's like, okay, I'm okay with equality. And then when equality doesn't come, he's like, oh, I don't mind going to the violence route if I have to. But he also sits there and talks about how, you know, it's... I'll, we'll all do this together, and I'm fine with that. Yeah. And that's okay. But uh, also, if you don't... I don't mind blowing places up. Right, like, his logic is kind of unflawed. You're like, it just makes sense. Yeah. I will be reasonable, but if you don't, then I won't be... Then then I will blow my friend's arm off. Take action. I'll burn your building down. (laughs) I don't care. I don't fucking care. All you have to do is be reasonable. That's the least you have to give up. It is funny. Yeah, like, his whole argument is just be reasonable. And he keeps being punched in the face and thrown in jail. He's like, all right, blow blow this whole building up. Burn the whole building now. I don't even care. <laughs> my stapler. Well, uh, him and those other eight ANC members were um, found guilty of treason and inciting violence and were sentenced to life in prison. Life? Yeah. Fuck. 
life. He does not stay in prison for his whole life, though. No, no, he gets away. (laughs) (laughs) He's a little sneaky. All right. (laughs) Nelson Mandela is in prison. Ah, that's not good. I want to know more, but it's the end of this episode. But we have episode part two coming up with the rest of the information. Yeah, we release them on the same day because we don't hate you. Yeah, we love you. So you get all of the information. Just click on episode two now. But it's just a lot. So we're going to cut it in half. People time. It's like when you have a huge sandwich, you cut it in half. It's better. It's just easier to digest. Yeah. People time. Just tell your friends. Hey, thanks again for listening to one of our podcasts. Be sure to catch our next one that's coming out. Thank you. People time. People time. Hey, click on the next one and subscribe, bitch.